You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. That sounds so dead. I am <laughs> Please dead. Try that again. No, nah, man, I'm dead, dude. <laughs> I, you're, you're speaking to a ghost right now. I've, I've been so busy this entire weekend working for uh, working toward a worthy three. This is uh, a lively podcast, Jordan. Well, I'm gonna need you to bring the energy <laughs> to compensate. Then <laughs> I legit did not sleep the entire weekend. I spent 48 hours awake. Let me uh, take out my violin real quick. <laughs> play the synth. I say that because we filmed uh, Unworthy 3 on Sunday, and I was kind of disappointed that I didn't suffer any like weird hallucinations or anything. <laughs> like, you know when they say like you don't sleep for a long time, you start seeing shit, you get paranoid. and I feel like you have, you would have to do, do that for like a couple, a couple, a couple of days, not just like two days or three days. Uh, see, I thought once you pass like 48 hours, you start going crazy. I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. No, it needs to be, I think you need to go without sleep for at least like seven days for oh you to start God. hallucinating. How the fuck do you not fall asleep just naturally after like for seven days? Look, with 48 hours, keep, I found you, you myself keep like, yourself awake. Obviously, well, if you're not like sitting down or like. Yeah, that and, was it. Every time I sat sit down, I would glaze over. Just, just join the Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, yeah, no, the Nightmare on Elm Street universe. You won't sleep for seven days. <laughs> man, I don't know. It's it's so weird. To be like, man, yeah, I didn't sleep, but I was really, I was really hoping to start seeing another dimension. I didn't see anything. <laughs> well, you know, there are other ways you can hallucinate without having to forego sleep. No, I wanted a natural high. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, it's natural. <laughs> Magic mushrooms. Uh, okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, we do have some magical things to talk about this week, like things from the magical world of Disney, like the Lion King reboot. Hey, I, I know you've seen, I've seen your YouTube channel. You'll flow too. Wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> like, Where's Pennywise? We're talking about that too, because we do have a lot of San Diego Comic-Con news. So it's, this is basically be the news episode. We've got trailers and Marvel released its phase four shit. Meanwhile, me over here, again, I've been like just working on things for unworthy so by the time all that was announced it totally blindsided me I, I didn't know marvel had announced like its lineup until like well after yeah and also because th- there's a time difference i found out i was waiting i wasn't like waiting by the computer like oh it's the marvel panel i was like you know what it'll all be posted on the internet later I'll find out about it later, and that's exactly what happened. Well, I, waited is- the, I waited till I waited it all came out, and I, I downloaded it in my brain at once, like the Matrix. What do we got to talk about on the podcast? <laughs> the problem with that is, though, like for me, when I opened up Instagram, I saw people posting like, "Oh, this is the Phase Four lineup." My first instinct was like, "Fake, <laughs> fucking fake." What? What is this? Blade? Fake? <laughs> but then I saw the like, it's real. It's like, real. It's real. Fuck. <laughs> Phase four looks weird, but we'll get to that. Looks very this. weird. Yeah, like just when you look at it compared to the first three phases, I feel like now we're in all new, all different Marvel, right? 
Basically, I mean, we'll get to it, but yeah, we basically are. Yeah. Okay. Some look forward to, but you know what else I actually did watch without having a secret without having a secret wars. <laughs> we'll get there too, but um, and that's the crazy part. There was things that were that Feige confirmed to be in development, but weren't on that list. So it's like, oh, you think that list is crazy? There's even more shit we're working on. It's just not on this list right now. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Meanwhile, what's DC doing? Where's their lineup? Yeah, because that was not. <laughs> There was really nothing. Cricket, that, I was thinking about that. I was like, man, there wasn't that much DC news at Comic Con. But I remember, remember, I said in the news before that DC wasn't showing up. Yeah, I know. Hall but H. like, just in general. But then, but then it's, it was weird because Marvel also said they weren't coming to Hall H. But then, like, at the last like minute, they decided like, nah, bitch, we we are showing up. It's a fucking fact. And no, it's playing. And I think D twenty three is this year too. So they're probably gonna even. Announce even more shit. Look, man, all I know is it's it's all conspiracy. It's all planned. The mouse has a hand in everything because it's not a coincidence that when they have the Hall H announcement or the Hall H panel or whatever, at the same time they pass Avatar as the highest grossing box office movie of all time. Spoiling my. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm like, fuck bullshit. There's no, you can't time that. <laughs> like, yeah. Coincidence? I think not. And conspiracy. there's also talks about them buying Activision, so it's like they're taking over everything taking over everything like i know we joke about like they're being a monopoly but like it's happening it's, it's, it's slowly it's happening definitely happening <laughs> like in 20 years is disney gonna rule the world for real like is that really gonna happen i mean you're gonna have to pay disney for your cable bill disney dollars disney. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> huh? your money's no good here <laughs> i gotta pay my rent this month who's your landlord disney <laughs> <laughs> they bought your building yeah man they bought everything yeah, they bought my whole street <laughs> um but yeah so we'll get into that Oh, but what I did watch, even though I was super busy this week, I watched some anime. There was no new Fire Force, but I did watch Doctor Stone. Which I thought was weird. What I was mean? like, it just came out. Why are they not showing new episodes already? Uh, maybe it was a holiday or something, a Japanese holiday or something. I don't know. Yeah, but there were new episodes of like Doctor Stone, or because there's three episodes of that. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't know why, but <laughs> good for me because it gave me the chance to watch other things. So I watched uh, Doctor Stone, and I watched what people were. Now calling the Game of Thrones of anime, Vinland Saga. Have you watched that at all? What is that? It's what... Remember... I thought the Game of Thrones of anime was his attack on Titan. It is. People only call this the Game of Thrones of anime because it's set in a medieval fantasy setting. It's like... It's literally Vikings. Oh, okay. Anime Vikings. It's really weird to be like, no, 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 we're from Iceland and Greenland and and Norway and we're speaking Japanese. Yeah. I know we as Americans do that all the time with English. I would say we do, yeah, we do that in English. I'm an alien, but I speak, but I speak the British accent. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's... Which yeah. I never understand. I'm like, why weird. do aliens always have to be British? Like, why can't they be Australian? Because or... to Americans, it sounds foreign. <laughs> so I was like, oh, alien language is British. Yeah, British. <laughs> and English. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I'll, talk, I'll, just, I'll just talk about it a little bit then since you haven't even watched it. Um, I watched the first episode. No, I was trying to catch up on Shield Hero, which I'm all I'm all caught up. Oh, I'm not caught up on that. I have, I'm still getting around to that. I wanted to watch the new things first. It's pretty. That is new. <laughs> no, I mean, but we've we've reviewed it on the podcast already. Like, yeah. I'll just be an update. But like, people wanted to know what our thoughts were on like things like Doctor Stone, and I enjoyed it. But we'll talk about it after Lion King. Before we get into all that, we usually have iTunes reviews. But we don't have a new one, but we have emails. Here's the mail, it never fails It makes me want to wag my tail When it comes, I want to wail First email comes from Kevin Liberta Saying, 
Uh, I really enjoyed the last podcast section about Area 51, and then I had an idea. Imagine how funny it would be if you two got high and talked about stuff like aliens and so on. Yeah, no, not going to happen. <laughs> but aliens are real. Did you watch that documentary? No, I didn't get a chance to watch it. Bro, Bob Lazar speaks the truth. Even our, some of our podcast listeners actually listen to but, it. But yeah, I can't, no, it. I can't get high. I did it before, and it makes me too proud. I, 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 <laughs> no, not even like somebody's creeping up behind me. Like I literally think when I get high, like the feeling of being high, I think I'm about to have a heart attack. Like I start getting panic attacks. You're so high that you become introspective about just being high. No, I just I start getting panic attacks. Yeah, because you're thinking about, um, oh, I'm high. That must be my body's going to dysfunction. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it's weird because in the back of my, I keep telling myself I'm not dying. Nobody's ever died from marijuana. But then the yeah, more word. I tell myself that, it makes it worse. And so then my heart is like. So you're just in a loop about and, and then I'm like, being high. I feel myself breathing heavy and I'm like, I can't breathe. And I'm like, my neck's getting numb. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. <laughs> You got control issues, my friend. Oh, I, de- I definitely do. That's why I can't I can't do it. Yeah, you need to relax. I can't relax. Re- relax. I'm like, I thought this thing was supposed to make me relaxed and hungry, and I'm like freaking the fuck out right now. Not hungry, though? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who can eat when I'm dying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Okay, so never get high with Michael. We learned that today. Yeah. Um, but me, I would love to talk more. I mean, but it's not even true. I don't really talk about like conspiracy shit. I do love to speculate on shit like you know, Bigfoot, Linus Monster. 9-11 was an inside job. Okay, I'm not that crazy. <laughs> is that crazy, though? I don't know. Is it, is it crazy? Uh, maybe I'm, I'm wrong. Like, maybe if you came I'm with like, like, a show, list of conspiracies. I can show you some videos. With like, proof and shit, maybe I'd be like, holy shit. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> but you know what the problem is? I'm just gullible. So if you just like... Because <laughs> I'm like, those buildings were built to withstand plane attacks. There's no way... That after a couple minutes, steel literally causes a building to collapse. It's not scientifically possible. What? Don't fuck me up, Michael. It was, a contro- <laughs> it was definitely a controlled demolition. There's no way. So what do you mean by inside job? Like the terrorists planted bombs in the building? No, or I like mean, our like government the did? Government. Uh, to w- so they... What? <laughs> so they organized 9-11? Let's not get into this. I feel like someone out there is going to be really offended by this. <laughs> but yeah, you see my face. Right? I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so maybe you should even listen up with the Bob Lazar thing because clearly I'm so easily swayed. (laughs) That's crazy, Michael. Is it though? You're right. Is it? I mean, if you think about it. Um. All right. Next email comes from Diamante Sharp. Uh, He says X Men comics, anime, Black Liberation, and random tidbits. Uh, hey, Jordan Michael, how's it going? This week, I've got a jam-packed email for you guys after listening to the last two podcasts back-to-back repeatedly. If it's too long, feel free to skip it. I just wanted to hear you guys discuss these topics. Hmm. All right, let's do it. For First off, X-Men. A few emails ago, I said I had a pretty broad idea of how the X-Men should be in- introduced in the MCU, but after listening to the Dark Phoenix review for upteenth time, I had a better understanding of how the X-Men should be introduced and wanted to hear what you guys think. What if Phase 5 or 6, whichever phase is after this current one, is mostly X-Men focused? Oh, I feel like we should save this until after we talk about news and shit. So let's skip this one for now. because There's a lot of speculations about the MCU. Okie dokie. Um, next email comes from Danny Villasenor. Hey guys, so have you heard the news someone is coming back to play Thor in the new Thor movie? God damn it. Maybe we should save the emails for after news. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because they're all going to be news topics. All right. So let's, let's 
just jump right into it instead of getting into emails and stuff we'll say that for later let's get into the topics of the week starting with the lion king simba look at the stars can you feel the love tonight the great kings of the past look down on us from those stars the peace the evening brings those kings will always be up there to guide you the world for once in perfect harmony with all its living things and so will i um that's actually the lyrics the lyrics is oh my god it's a lion 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 i don't believe what yeah seriously look at the lyrics to the lion king or the circle of life it's like it the first line is uh here's a king it's a lion but the 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 repeat Anmana, zinin mamanana. It's it's a lion. Oh my God, it's a lion or something like that. <laughs> Michael's oh, yeah. fact checking me. Here comes here comes a lion, father. Oh yes, it's a lion. Here comes a lion, father. Oh yes, it's a lion. A lion. We're going to conquer a lion. A lion. <laughs> See, it, it sounds, sounds better cooler. in English. <laughs> you know, it doesn't sound better. Doesn't sound better in English. Here comes a lion. A lion. A lion. A lion. Here comes a lion. <laughs> This is a lion. The is a lion. <laughs> like, what is that lyric? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it sounds so deep when it's not your language. Maybe that's the theme for this week. <laughs> oh my God, it's a lion. <laughs> it's a lion. It's a lion. But oh my God, Michael, it's a lion. Ten plus years later, after we get the freaking twenty plus years later, twenty plus years later, after the per- what was known as one of the most perfect animated movies of all time iconic there's no child on this earth most likely that is of age to know of animated disney movies that doesn't know about the lion king but yet here we are with another live action in quotes reboot from disney i say in quotes because even though they say it's a live action reboot it's really just a differently animated reboot (laughs) part of me was like is there anybody that hasn't seen this movie and then i realized my, my brother hasn't seen the movie but and then, he wants to see this one? But no, 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 no. He doesn't want to see. This. Exactly. I'm just talking about the original. <laughs> but exactly. But then I realized. But that wasn't his generation. He was already. He was already much older by the time the Lion King came out, so he wasn't interested. But the the argument of, well, maybe people that haven't seen the original Lion King would like want to see this new one. All the people that are fans of Disney and Lion kid, King, there were, there have were a seen couple it. kids in the theater. So a couple of kids that haven't seen the original Lion King, then those Disney parents are terrible parents. Because <laughs> if they're old enough to be like, oh, I haven't seen the Lion King before, and you haven't shown them the original Lion King, what the fuck are you waiting? Were you waiting for this live action movie? That's exactly what they were doing. <laughs> they're like, oh, they can- kids don't like cartoons. <laughs> it's got to be real, Michael. Well, we'll wait till the Disney remakes it. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it makes no sense. So really, I, there's no excuse for if you haven't seen the original Lion King, and yet you still want to see this movie. But that's just my little soapbox rant of it makes no sense why they even made this movie in the first place. But that being said, the trailer basically broke the internet on Thanksgiving when it came out. So obviously there was a big portion of people in the world that were like, oh my God, they're remaking it. Oh my God, it's a lion. It's a lion. Oh my God, it's a lion. (laughs) So was that initial hype? Because there was hype. I remember people were going like crazy when the first trailer came out. Yeah, I was hype. You were hyped too. I, I wasn't really hyped. I was like, wow, this looks real. 
But I was never like, oh, I fucking can't wait for this. Even with the big vocal talents they announced, like Childish Gambino and Beyonce. And all, oh, all that made me excited. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. Really? Sitting you were excited for that? Even I though was you're excited. All, but you're all about like, oh, Beyonce. <laughs> that I wasn't excited about. Okay. I'm talking about everybody else. Okay. <laughs> but for me, when it's like an anime movie, like, I don't really need big names. It wasn't even just the fact that it was big names. It was the fact that they did the reverse of the original in that the original was mostly black. I mean, was mo- a bunch of white British actors mm. taking place in Africa. And this one, even though, you know, with the little kid, it's like, you got to get a white kid to be the voice of Simba. But when it comes to the singing, let's get a little black kid to sing all oh, the songs. Of course, I guess him so. <laughs> yeah, but it's like... Come on now, and then it's like, and then on top of that, the kid that they got sing, it wasn't like he wasn't a name actor. He was an actor. Like people knew who he was. So it's like, why couldn't he just be the voice of Simba? So then when you see the new movie and you saw that most of the 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 main cast, the lions and all the other stuff, they got mostly black a black cast to do this. I was excited about that. So I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, I'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit here. Fuck your devil. (laughs) I understand that the Lion King is set in Africa, but like, it's it's just funny to me how the like the spin on that now, like back then it wasn't a big deal, but now the spin on it is, well, you know, it's Africa, so maybe everybody should be black. Why well, no, like, I think aren't I black. think I think the, <laughs> I think the biggest I think the biggest issue with it was because even back then, like we this was before Tiana, so black people didn't have a Disney character or Disney princess or Disney prince or anything to look up yeah, to. Yeah, put it wherever you can fit it in. I so get like, I get the idea behind so, it. So so the yeah, the argument was like, okay, we get a we finally get a movie where we're setting it's set in Africa. You can't even make black people the voices? True, but I'll say this as a hard example, if you were to make me choose between Charles Gambino and the dude from Godzilla and the original Lion King. Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Matthew Broderick, yeah. Who I don't even think what, is a great actor. Not, sh- be quiet. We're not talking about your review yet. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, just, just in general, I'm just saying, I don't think he's a great actor, but I think his voice suit the character more. And I'm not even going by, I'm not even saying that as someone has seen the movie. I'm saying that somebody has just seen the trailers and see, or, the, or clips of the movie. And I was going to say, because we didn't hear him in the trailers yet. No, I've seen clips. And Donald Glover as Simba. Doesn't really fit to me, but at the same time, I kind of thought that when I heard the announcement of Josh Gambino being the act, like the character, he's in a very like small voice, like he, you know, what I mean, like, he doesn't have a big like, especially compared to Mufasa, like, <laughs> so to go from him to the kind of like a meek voice like Josh Gambino's, I would think he'd be like a young Simba, but as an older Simba, that's why I can't see him being. Uncle uh, Miles's uncle and fucking <laughs> and, and well, he's not gonna be Mahershala. <laughs> No, no, no! In the live action MCU, I'm, I'm not, but I'm saying like you compare Mahershala's voice in Spider Verse to he's not going to be like Mahershala. But he's the Prowler. Well, he's not. <laughs> as far as we know, though, he's not. But you know what I'm saying? Though, like in terms of a voice that fits that role, he's going to be the Gloveler. The Gloveler. <laughs> but yeah, so if let me uh, drop our rating system here for those who know our rating system here on Blurred Vision. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system goes from poor vision to perfect vision in the middle there's passable and then you have less than passable and more than passable and michael give your non not yeah i guess your non-spoiler review. i was gonna say is it non-spoiler yeah, like, no it's like yeah it's liking <laughs> your review and your rating how do you feel about it like if you it's the same fucking like, movie <laughs> yeah we literally just said if you if you haven't seen lion king or the live action lion king and you, or you haven't seen their animated you're watching the live action like what are you doing yeah. so it's like at this point 
you know the movie. You know the story. It's been out for 20 plus years. But what if they change something? Spoilers, important? Mufasa dies. <laughs> <laughs> but what if he didn't die, Michael? What if, it, what if they had a bold new direction for this? <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> that would not be The Lion King. What did that? <laughs> All right, so what did you think about The Lion King? What did I think about The Lion King? The Lion King, like I said, when I, when I saw the trailer for this movie, I was hyped. I was excited. The trailers even made me tear up at the end when they were oh, we mo- in the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. Wait, that part made you tear up? That made me tear up. Because <laughs> it, it like brought the trailer home for me. Like it, it solidified the fact that, oh, this is actually coming. And then the fact that you got all those nostalgia beats. Mm. It's like that's all I needed okay. for, for, for the movie. And I was like, okay. This movie... You're part of the problem. You know that, right? But, okay, continue. Shut the, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not part of the problem. But I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to be coming all over the floor when I watch this movie. <laughs> oh, when I see the same exact movie I saw before, I'm going to come over to the theater. <laughs> but so what? But it's different. It's the same exact movie, but it's in a different format. But yeah, so... I, and as I say, I can rewatch things and feel emotional about it again, but I never will experience the, how heavy it hits me that first time. It's a, it's always a diminishing returns. Now when, when when Mufasa shows up in the clouds, Simba. Yeah, it's great. But I'm not like you have forgotten me. No, I haven't. You have forgotten who you are. Therefore, you have forgotten me. Yes, you are like. I think your performance just now was better. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like I like what you just did more than the Lion King. But I'm sorry. Continue. It's not. But my yeah. Movie. So. <laughs> Going into this movie, I feel like this movie should have been a knockout of the park. Granted, I have my criticism. We talked about it before, but I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to go back to that later. Beyonce. What, not even Beyonce. I was just talking about like uh, the facial expressions. Oh, yeah. But I had hope for this movie. And all I can say, what I can say about The Lion King is the movie, like in terms of like the visuals, this movie was visually stunning. Like... The way the animals looked, and even talked about how what we talked about in Toy Story, how every toy moved a different way based on how the toy was was made and designed. Like yeah. Woody would move different than Forky, and it was the same thing. Like the the zebra would move different from the lions, and and Timon moved differently from Pumbaa, and the 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 antelopes and and Zazu. They look like real animals. <laughs> yeah, they look they look which like is, real. Which is a feat of technology. But even when, like yeah, even like make... smaller details of how like Scar would like drag his paws on the ground when he walked, mm. as opposed to like every other like you you can see like the personality of how Scar like he really don't give a fuck, and that's mm-hmm. why he's like dragging his paws. So all of that little minor minutia of detail, even the way the fur would move in the wind, all of that looked like my eyes were just being jerked off because it was visually I don't know how you jerk off eyes but it's so weird like hearing you talk is just like my god it looked like the animal channel Jordan like you're so excited about shit you can just turn on TV like it looks animal channel oh the the technical mastery but it's not, but it's not the animal channel because you have to create yeah you have to create that and we've seen bad CGI like, like, how many times have we complain about bad CGI but it's like it just boggles my mind because if you're just taking like a video of us talking right now, but you show somebody that video, go, but it's not really them talking, it's CGI. You'd be mind blown, but it's like, why am I excited for this mundane thing? But now that it's just CGI, now it's somehow different. But like I said, how many times <laughs> do we complain about bad CGI? Like you think of Doomsday and then and, and Justice League or? But I don't want a realistic Doomsday. 
Like a realistic doomsday would just be a guy with rock on his rocks on his skin. Like CGI, I think is the just like with animation, it's best when it makes things fantastic. The goal, though, it's technically impressive to me for CGI, should not be realism. It should be making fantastic things look real. You what was more fantastic than talking animals? <laughs> Um, we had mouth flaps back with look who's talking now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Look at that baby speak. Yeah, <laughs> His but, mouth back, is but, moving. Ba- but back then, that was technologically awesome. But it's not fucking impressive. It's like, oh, look at the ba- mouth. But back then, it was impressive. <laughs> Just like you look at like, it's, you look at like the 1970s Star Wars. You could tell those are toys when they're flying around. But back then, you thought like, oh my God, they're actually in space. But yeah, but like I was, like I was trying to say, again, that's all there was to it. It was technically beautiful, and that was it. But in terms of like the emotionality, is that a word, of the movie, this, and this is my, my complaint, and I think this was your complaint too, that we talked about even during the trailer where, and I was like, and I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, where I was like, well, they still have time to work on it. Maybe that's just what they released, but you know, that's not going to be it. There has to be more. But their problem, and I think the biggest detriment that they had with this is the fact that they tried to go so photorealistic with the lions that with that, they didn't have that much expression. Like Simba's happy face looked the same as his sad face, looked the same of his looked the same as his confused face, looked the same as his hungry face, looked the same as his scared face. So it was like, but it's beautiful. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> so I'm like, so because of that, and because we're human, we emote, we change our expression. When we're horny, we have different eyes than when we're happy. Yeah. When we're happy, we have different eyes than when we're sad. When we're sad, we cry. And it's like, you don't get any of that in this movie. To the point that even when Mufasa died, spoilers, oh my God, Michael, why did you ruin that? <laughs> I didn't feel anything. And then you compare it, and I literally went back and watched the, uh, the scene where Mufasa died in the original, like... Where Simba first sees Mufasa on the ground, you see he kind of looks excited. He has an excitement on his face because he's like, I found my father. But then he looks confused because he's like, why, is this, why, why, is he, why are you not moving? And then he goes up to his father thinking maybe he's playing a joke on him. So he like kind of has a little half smirk on his face. He's like, dad? dad? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's like nudges him and he's not moving. He's like, and you, and you see, see yeah, you face. see the realization on his face. Yeah. He's like, what's going on? Like, what is, what is this? And, and the thing about this movie is you also find out, and you even said this before that like a lot of kids found out about death because of the Lion King. And this is also Simba's moment where, granted, his father talked about it briefly about the kings of the past, but it's one thing to have yeah, a conversation. Yeah, it's all just like vague Yeah, it's all, it's all theoretical <laughs> at this point where it's yeah. like now you're actually seeing it and you see the, the sadness on his face. And so because of that, that's why that scene works and it hits you. And then Simba also cries in that moment and it's like, you don't see any of that in this movie where it's just like... Oh, dad's dead. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you, get it, you get it from the voice actor so you hear it, yeah. but it's, you need more than just... A, a audible or vocalization of it. You need to see the expression. You don't see any of that. Or even Scar, like the fact that Scar is the villain and like there's no sinister look on his face. The, the evil smile or not. Like there's nothing. Like, there's no emotion. That's basically what it what it boils down to. Like, but it's also the, just how they film it technical, on a technical level. Because like even how the camera moves in the animated movie in that scene, where like where Mufasa is trying to. I felt like the stampede has so much more impact in the animated version of the movie versus the live action one. It felt so much more like static. I don't know what the word is, 
like the how the camera would zoom in on Mufasa as he was like running through the, like how he would burst out of the freaking bison and because you have like a CGI you can hide him completely in the in the CGI bisons or wildebeest or whatever and he like would leap out and grab Simba like I feel like the way they filmed that like with the fake animated camera was better than how he did it in the live action version too. Yeah. Then not only, not only that, I feel like for this to be a live action movie, I felt like they could have taken, they could have taken their time with a lot more moments than they did in this movie. Like I felt like a lot of moments were rushed, <laughs> but nothing's rushed because it's CGI and it takes forever to animate all of this. So everything was carefully planned. <laughs> no, it, it was rushed. Like for example, there's a moment and they animate it, and it's like impossible not to compare this to animated, but there's a moment where Nala and Simba first run into, run into each other after all these years, and Nala pins Simba to the ground. Pins you again. Yeah, and, and Simba's like, he remembers that. He's like, Nala? But in the... Actually, let me... Let me let oh, me, I know what you're about to say, because there was, there was beats yeah. between the moments. So it's like, there was a moment where he's like, realize, he's like, oh, wait, she's like, Nala? Nala, is that yeah. you? And then she's like, look, she's like, she's startled like yeah. at first. Like, how do you know who I am? And then she like kind of stares at him and then you see this moment of recognition on her face. She's like, wait, Simba, is that you? And then that's when they realize that's, that's, that they're, they're just Nala and Simba and they get excited. Yeah. But then in the movie, it was just like, pin, Nala, Simba? And it was like, wait, what? <laughs> But you've seen the original, Michael, so you just got to fast forward through all that. It's like, it's like no, that doesn't work. And it's like, yeah, isn't this movie longer than the animated version? I think so. Like, isn't the original like an hour and a half, and this was like two hours? Yeah. Why was it longer? There was less stuff in it. Let me look. Let me look up the uh, time. Like, they basically just removed things from the original Lion King, and what did they extend it with? Just a lot of longer shots lingering on things? Yeah, this was uh one the lo- the live action one live action quote unquote was one fifty eight and the animated I want to say it was an hour and a half and some change. I keep typing. I keep. Oh my god! <laughs> typing animated runtime and it keeps giving me the live action eighty eight minutes. So less. It was actually less than an hour and a half. Yeah. Again, like do you do you, do you agree with me? Like where where did that time go? Like what? They just made things. I know part of it was, and I and I actually appreciated this. The one scene where you find out, uh, well, I guess this will be spoilers for the movie, but the 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 scar and Sarabi backstory. Oh yeah, I guess. So, but that wasn't like a whole half an hour extra. That was like I also didn't need the hyena to have more like importance. <laughs> the female hyena. I mean, I didn't have a problem. with Did that. you ever like? But but it's like I, I saw people like applauding that, but I'm like. I never once was like, you know what? I feel like I they should have gave, like gave Sarabi more importance. Sarabi! Yeah, okay. <laughs> like even the scene where Beyonce's like, Lions, are you with me? I'm like, that shouldn't have been, that should have been Sarabi. Because mm. she's the queen. Yeah. So, what are you, what, Nala, what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I, uh, connecting it to Buffy, I feel like this movie was like a Buffy vampire. In the sense that... <laughs> okay. When a, when a person becomes a vampire, uh, you become a soulless creature, but you still have the same look, you still have the same memories, you can still portray the same emotion, but underneath you're basically just a soulless demon pretending to be that person. Mm. And that's what I felt like this movie was. It had the same songs, it had the same storyline, it had the same beats, it had the same emotion in terms of what they tried to portray but ultimately it was a soulless recreation of what was and i think a large part of that was because of the lack of expression on the faces 
Like you didn't really connect to them as much. Like even like even the voice acting. Like I felt I like I would say that too. I'm like, I don't think it's even just expression. I think it's also the voice. I would actors. say even like as much as I love Donald Glover and Childish Gambino, I thought he was a terrible symbol. Like he's terrible. He seemed. I don't know. If bo- no, because the I feel worm like- guy in Godzilla is better. <laughs> I don't think he's a better actor than Childish Gambino, but the voice and how the maybe it's the direction and like how he wanted to deliver the lines. It just felt flat. It felt very flat. Yeah. Like, it just felt like he was he was just there. And I feel the same way about James L. Jones. Like, I get James L. Jones is much older. And that's also why he wasn't in any of the promotion. Because, like, he's too, you know, to be flying around all the time. Yeah. Like, he's in his 80s or probably even older than that. Yeah. So. He's tired. <laughs> but at the same time, just like, it's literally, for the most part, the same lines and it just felt like he was phoning it in. Like, it didn't hit nothing. His line delivery didn't hit me as much or as hard as it did in the original. Even he felt flatter. Yeah. Yeah. So. So what's your rating? Passable. Passable? Yeah. And it's purely based. Because everything you just said, you basically think it's a, a far inferior version than the original. But it looks but it looks, But it looks great. Yeah, so. So passable. I wasn't. Because of the way it looks, I wasn't bored. But for the Lion King, I would say poor vision. For the franchise itself, poor vision. But okay, for the movie, so then I agree with you because my rating is gonna be poor vision, and it's for exactly that reason. This movie doesn't have to exist. It's only yeah. I would, I would never see this movie again. I have no reason it to see this movie again. Only exists for corporate greed. There is no reason for it to exist. Yeah, it's an impressive technical display of how they can make things look live action now. Great, cool. So the last, can, th- but the last thing I'll say, if you want to see a be- a better live action Lion King, go see the Broadway show. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Same thing for the Aladdin show or the Aladdin movie. And I feel like that that goes back to a lot of issues with these live action remakes. Like, I know people think that animation is for kids, but it's not. Like, and it's for all the reasons I was arguing with you earlier in the pot earlier in this review. I just think that making things look real. Isn't gonna leave you with the same impact. If if this had been your first Lion King, you it would not be the movie that you think about. It. You you wouldn't love it as much as you do now because it wouldn't have stuck with you. And part of that is because the animation brings a certain life to it. It's the marriage between the voice acting talent, the direction, and then the animation. Like those three things together is what makes these scenes moving. What makes the characters feel like timeless. Like I'm never gonna be thinking about. Uh, Chiwa, De, I can't say his Chiwa name. Chiwa Yeah, his version of Scar, because he was just basically generic, like bad guy. Like he just he didn't have the same level of charisma as Jeremy Irons brought to that role. And I don't know if part of that is because like the flamboyancy was needed. <laughs> I was gonna say, and I don't know if part of that is because the original had Jeremy Irons, so maybe the lines was were written specifically for him, and now you got a whole new actor saying lines that was written for another character but it's still the same lines of dialogue so it doesn't work because i'm not because i I think about this because i think about the scene that he did have with sarabi and the backstory of like you know you didn't choose me and all that other like i like that scene and i thought that worked i think it works for cigar's character yeah but i think it's also just the level like what the the actor brings to it i don't know if like they, they wrote the role for jeremy irons 
Not sure though. I, I think I feel like in the writing for this, they wanted to make Scar more menacing. That was definitely a note on the board of, all right, how are we gonna change this character in the live action remake? Uh, let's try and make him more menacing. Let's make him seem like he's more menace. Even his "Be Prepared" song was very. Subdued. Oh, that was fucking terrible. I, I, be prepared in quotes. Be, like, yeah, that was not be prepared. It's like he was talking and it was then a spoken. Yeah, it was a spoken word. Like, like deceptively slid into "Be Prepared." I'm like, wait, is this the be, is "Be Prepared" happening right now? I didn't realize we we're in a musical right now. <laughs> what just happened? He basically spoke the the majority of the song, and, it was, and I hated it. I hate it because I fucking love "Be Prepared." But the lyrics were even worse. Because the, the, they, they changed it, obviously, because they had to make a spoken word version of it. But it was like, I don't understand what the reason behind that was. Because they had goose stepping in the like, animated cause, version. Because you can't sing. You can't. So he's in my house. <laughs> like get get another black person to be his singer. Well, I don't know if that's the reason. I'm just assuming. I, that's because I'm like, why? Why else would they do that? I don't know. Like I get maybe not. And it's one of like I the get best maybe songs. I get maybe change the the like the choreography or the the scenery because the, the, yeah. the like the Nazi iconography or whatever. You don't want to do that. It's like even but that, it's still really? sing the same song. But even that, it's like we get a Nazi iconography all the time. We got it in Star Wars. We just got it in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, but I'm saying, if that's the reason that you don't want to do it, yeah. then still sing the same song, but just have the hyenas do something differently. Like, it would, I wouldn't be as mad about that if I did, one, didn't love Be Prepared, but two, I feel like, just objectively, it's like one of the top three songs in Lion King. Be Prepared, Circle of Life, Kurumutada. Yeah. You agree with that? Yeah. Nah, because I'm thinking I just can't wait to be king. Uh, what just is that? Because I'm like, does that rate higher? Hmm, maybe not for me. I love can't wait to be king, but be prepared. It's like fucking amazing, especially when, as an adult. Like as a kid, most of that song blew over my head. But when you go back and read the lyrics now as an adult, it's like, oh man, it. Not only is it so impressive, like lyrically with all like the big words he uses, but like. It makes sense for his character because his whole thing was, yeah, Mufasa got the brawn, but I got the brains. So in that song, he's kind of flexing. He's flexing that, oh, yeah, I'm smarter than all you motherfuckers. So, yeah, I'm going to throw out mad vocab on you and keep up. <laughs> That's even a point in the song where he's like, what, what does that mean? It means shut the fuck up. That's what it means. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just, you, you nailed it. That's what I was going to rant about. Just It just felt soulless. But, yeah, it looks technically impressive, but not any more impressive than, again, the Animal Channel. Like that's not what, like what what left an impact on me with the Lion King was the colors, the 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 supernatural things like Mufasa speaking to Simba, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, that wasn't. They, it wasn't even in it. it. No, well, it was. They but they pulled was, no. They pulled a, a dark phoenix type fart cloud. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that. Well, I don't understand. You can't have the supernatural aspect of like his face in the cloud speaking to him. Like I don't understand. No, that, that's, that's that is too, iconic. Black Panther that's too stole ma- that's, that scene. That's too magical. But these are real lions, <laughs> so you don't have lions appearing in the clouds. But these are also lions that can talk. So, <laughs> well, we don't know if they could talk in the animal animal kingdom, animal planet. They do talk to each other. It's still fantasy. They're hanging out with fucking <laughs> like Timon and Pumbaa and the bird and like. Still fantasy, is it though? Yes. We don't know what they're doing when we're not looking. Yeah, he's he's killing Pumbaa and like eating him. But yeah, I just the choices that they made to remove things that I felt were iconic to the original Lion King, and that's really the problem with these remakes. Like, what, you you fall on two camps where either you just remake the same thing beat for beat and there's no changes, and then really, ultimately, that decision means unless. 
if it's exactly the same movie but just different medium like live action or in this case CG rather than drawn it creates the issue of you can never be better than the original it's impossible I disagree with that you think name one beat for beat remake that's better than the original the live action Broadway show like I think the Broadway musical is better than what the added songs that they put in there Oh, you mean with your? Uh, but it's not, that's not. That's not. That's even different. Like he, they put, he lives in you in the original in the Broadway play. That's what I'm saying. They put it in the broad. That's, that's not. A that's, re- added. that's not a beat for beat remake. I'm saying a, a remake, like a, a beat for beat remake. Not no changes. Oh no, because I, yeah. I, I, I was gonna say the Lion King took. Because I'm like they did it before, so why couldn't they do like they took the Broadway show, took basically the same premise, but then added stuff in it and elevated the concept of the Lion King. Yeah, so I'm like, why couldn't they things, do? Why couldn't they do that for this? Yeah, and I, you can make the argument when you know, you added the scar scene or the whole Nala trying to escape. But the they pro- took away like, more. Stu- yeah, they took away more like, than they the added. Issue. Yeah, if you're gonna take things out, you gotta add more back. You really shouldn't take anything out. Like everything that made you love the original needs to be in that movie. Like it doesn't matter what the reason is, it's got to be in there because what you're doing is you're competing for. What's the rewatchability? Because I, I would never pick up any of these live action Disney movies over the originals. Like, I'll never like, hey, well, let's watch Aladdin. Which version? Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> of course I mean the animated version. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's like, what? what's the point? So that's why for me, my rating. Maybe Cinderella. Maybe Cinderella. But yeah, I agree with you. My, for me, my rating is a poor vision. You're saying it's for the franchise a poor vision, but me, personally, for me, myself, my rating is a poor vision because it doesn't need to exist. It took out more than it, than it put back. It it drained the emotion out of the characters. It took some iconic songs out of it. Like there's there was no point to this. But for the average person, I can't. No, fuck that. I'm not gonna even give it a passable. Like the excuse, like oh yeah, it's passable. No, no. I would recommend to anybody. I've seen the Lion King. Watch the animated version. And if that's, my, if that's what I'm saying, if, if my response to that person asking about this version of the movie is, don't ever watch it, it's poor vision. There's no passable to it. Like, it, there's no like, oh, but if you like how CG looks, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? What's, the, what's, the, what's the, the selling point? Well, if you really like how the animal channel looks. Watch it on mute. <laughs> like, if you, that, what's the point? <laughs> it is just the animal channel. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, there's no, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm just ranting, but. I give it a poor vision, just straight up. Fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. It made me mad, like honestly, it did. Cause I was, I, cause I wanted to like it, and yeah, I, I also was excited about the Thanksgiving trailer to some extent, cause I, the promise, cause I thought Disney wouldn't do that to me. <laughs> the same thing with like Marvel fucking up. It's like, but it's, but it's with, getting with to the point. It's so getting to the point with these live action remakes. They've all like, been bad. They or or average or average, yeah. But average is bad. Because if you're below the original, there's no reason for it to be a thing. Yeah, Dumbo, Beauty and the Beast. Even Unless we, you're that type even of person. Even though we liked Beauty and the Beast, but it's still... I, I liked it insofar as it reminded me in a lot of places of the original. But again, I would never watch this version again. Because it didn't really add anything. But like, oh, well, the Beast is smart. He had his own library. Oh, that's why they like each other. Okay. But at the end of the day, what's a more enjoyable rewatch would be the original Like, Beauty if anything, Beast. I don't know why they don't just go the model that they went with Alice in Wonderland. And just make a same title, different concepts. Yeah, because like that made a shit ton of money, and I really liked Alice in Wonderland. Like the first one, the first one. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for Johnny Depp fucking breaking down into 
that fucking dubstep at the end. I, I would have like, gave it a perfect vision. Oh, I like that. But dance. I fucking hated that. You don't like the footer whack? I hated that. I'm about the footer whack right now. <laughs> I was like poor. I was like poor vision. <laughs> wow, that's so funny. I like the footer whack. <laughs> oh, it's the footer whack. Um, but yeah. So I'm like, why not do? Why not go that route? With all you these know what? Other- you know what? Even though I complained about Mulan, I'm like, oh, this doesn't look like we're, we're, no singing, no Mushu. What is this? That looks like what Mulan's trying to do. It's taking the same idea, but it looks like it's filtering it through a different lens. So now it's like, like so it kind of makes me worried about the Little Mermaid. Well, we don't know anything about that yet, though. Yeah, but I mean, we have Beauty and the Beast, we have Lion King, we got Dumbo, we got maybe they'll make it dark like the the original book. No, it's and not her, gonna her feet will bleed, and it's, 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 it's Disney. It's not gonna happen. She's got to kill Prince Eric or whatever. It's, it's Disney. It's not. It's not happening. Uh, well, yeah, but it's the problem. It's it's taking risks. That's why they don't do it. That's why, like, but when they take, but but the weird thing is, when they took risks before, it worked. Like I said, Alice in Wonderland made over a billion dollars, I believe. I'm not saying that the risks don't yield a high reward. I think Cinderella was but, different enough where a lot some, of people still say Cinderella is the best out of the remakes, and it was different enough that true people enjoyed it. But then after that, they started doing the same thing. I think the problem is you're making these decisions like logically that makes sense. If it's just me and you, me, me and you in a room making decisions for corporate Disney. I feel like it'd be a completely different um, movie library that we have right now with the live action remakes. But the problem is we're dealing with high executives who are probably like just balancing. Well, like, probably yes, you're right. They probably are high. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they're probably you know, they're they're executives that are weighing the decision of what. Yeah, we might risk it, but then the return on it might be way lower than if we just play it safe. Because either way, they win. Like, you can play it safe and still make billions of dollars. But I was going to say, like, I would, rate it I would understand that argument if they had a moment where they put a, they, they risked to do something different and it didn't return. But, like, the two movies that I mentioned, Alice in Wonderland and Cinderella, they both risked to do something differently and they both worked. So it's like, you don't you know have what, a moment but you where... you know what else works? Because what if... But it's still a risk. Like, if you change it up enough, what if the fans don't like it? What if it does make it a scenario where, like, oh, well, it's not the Mulan or the Aladdin or the Lion King that I knew, so fuck this movie. That's a possibility. I, like, you, I agree with you in saying that's not maybe not probable, but it's possible. But the safer route will always yield that money return, and that's what the executives are looking at. They're going, well, we can just, we can just play it safe and make the same amount of money. Yeah, it might be critically, you know, not panned, but it might be criti- it might be uh, not critically reviewed as well. But at the end of the day, we're still gonna make that money, and the the hardcore fans will love it because it's the same thing. But also, part of me that might be true, but I also think that's a lot of short term thinking because at a certain point, people are gonna be like, "I'm tired of these fucking." Kind of like where people ended up being with Transformers. It's like at a certain point, yeah, Transformers Five did make money, but. Overall, like people are just like I'm sick of tra-. like you think of Bumblebee. Bumblebee was an even better movie than all of those Transformers movies. I agree, with but you. it didn't make that. It didn't make as much as the other movies because people are like I'm sick of fucking Transformers. Like you need you to know, prove to me that you are actually good. I don't think that was, that's why Bumblebee didn't make money though. I think Bumblebee didn't make money because it didn't have any of the hallmarks of the Michael Bay action. Like it didn't. It didn't. And it wasn't memorable. Like, do you remember anything about Bumblebee now that we're like a year out from it? Like, I remember, sad to say, I remember more of Transformers 5, the terrible one with uh, Bumblebee and Optimus Prime, Prime fighting, than I remember Bumblebee. It's because it was terrible. <laughs> but, but at least memorable. Like, it had set pieces. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I remember that. But like, Bumblebee, they fought at a radar at the end. And it was that cool Cybertron hologram. So, yeah. 
that, that's it. <laughs> and then Cybertron thing was at the very beginning Cybertron of the movie. Cybertron thing at the very beginning, yeah. <laughs> the first, like, five minutes. That should have been the whole movie, honestly. But it won't be Bumblebee then. I don't care. <laughs> it be Cybertron. Um, but yeah, is there anything you want to talk about with Lion King? Because I don't have anything else to say. It's, it's the same movie, just worse. And uh, CG. Uh... Actually, oh, oh, actually, no, actually, actually about, I was just about to say yeah, that. I was, like, Wait, I was just about to you, say that. I was literally just about to say I was literally just about to say that. I actually didn't dislike Beyonce, which, funny enough. Everyone was on her I, level. <laughs> I, I like, yeah, well, no, because I like Beyonce more than uh, Donald Glover. Oh, that's funny. And that's very sad. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's <laughs> very sad. Cause wh- 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 that's why you like her, because, like, well, at least she's better than Donald Glover. Yeah, she's better than Donald Glover. Like, the only thing, though, is, like, the, the Can You Feel the Love Tonight song, like, I didn't feel nothing. I hated that song. I hated the version of the song. I hated it. And then also, like, not everything, like, I get Beyonce, you're a singer and everything like that, but not everything needs a fucking riff. Can you feel the love tonight? I'm like, just sing this fucking song straight. Nah, man. Beyonce's <laughs> got to tell you that she can fucking d- uh, sing circles around Shia like, I don't, I don't need all of that. It was too much. That's the, that's the ego. That's what that is. Her, her own ego. Like, no, like, they got to know it's Yance. <laughs> it, was, it was way too much. It was too much. And then, like... You know who the best voice actors in this movie were? Timon and Pumbaa. How? Oh, no. They were great. Yeah. Like, they I were feel the like best. Timon and Pumbaa stole the show. They did. But the only thing is, <laughs> I just wish they had some facial expressions. Yeah. But their acting That would have made them even it. better. But, yeah, their acting definitely sold it. Yeah. Like, Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen were... They were... The, like, I just want to see a whole movie with them. Yeah. Aren't they the two white guys in this movie? What and uh, John Oliver? He's all right. Zazu. He's all right. I like Zazu. I feel like yeah. Zazu was the other. If if you had to put the three people that I enjoyed the most out of this movie, it was Timon, Pumbaa, and Zazu. And it was sad because those are the three yeah, white yeah. people. You see me? Yeah. Oh, like, so the three white people were the best. Those are the actors three white people in the movie. Mm, I feel like this makes a big so, case for. Well, why didn't we pick this person? They're black, or oh, why represent this? Blah blah blah. It's like, well, maybe we picked the best actors. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not saying that's true in every case, but this is a good case for it. Am I wrong? So um, I'm not saying nothing. Yeah, your blackness <laughs> is what the, the prevention <laughs> from saying it. <laughs> but you know I'm right. <laughs> As a black person, I can't I can't answer that question. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> There's only so many amendments in the Constitution. What's that, Joe? I think Ursula's still in my voice. <laughs> like, oh, that hurts me because I felt the same way. I was like. The white guys are the best ones in this fucking movie, and and that was a, again because it goes back to that selling point of like, oh, but it's black people in this movie. We're gonna do it right this time. But it was like, I don't care who is the voice of these characters, especially when they're they're animals. If, if this was about a black village, I'd be on board with that. Like, fuck, I don't want Master Broderick voicing some black kid named Simba. Fuck that. But for a lion. I can take the representation stuff out of it, and just, I would rather you choose whoever the best actors are in that case. You agree with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. I have to always verify now. Like, am I racist? Well, you are, but... <laughs> yeah. Am I sexist? <laughs> you are, but... <laughs> like, I, need, I need a conservative on the podcast, so it's like I can double-check with both of you, like, like all right, you, what is your you, liberal... You, know, you want a Megan McCain on this podcast? Well, you probably don't even know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just need... Or a Jamie. You know what I mean? A, a counterbalance. So I can look to you for like, is that right? And they'd be like, no, that's not right. I'd be like, oh, I don't know what the decision is now. <laughs> I need a devil and an angel on my shoulder to give me better insight. <laughs> but yeah, all right, let's move on. 
um, talking about insight. Let's talk about the man with the most scientific insight on the fucking planet in Dr. Stone. Dr. Trump? Dr. Trump. Yeah. What? <laughs> Ohio Sekai, good morning, What? <laughs> what? Let me explain that. Yeah, I don't what? know. I just, I, just, I just threw it out. Dr. Trump. Conservatives, Trump is in your head. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel you. Okay. Um, I forgot. You, I saw Crawl. Oh, you saw Crawl? Yeah. Oh, well, you fucked up my segue. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Dr. Stone first, then we'll go we'll double back to Crawl, and then we'll go back to anime. So we're going to do. We're going to go <laughs> animal, animal movie. Anime, animal movie, anime. <laughs> so, uh, did you did you actually give a review last week for Doctor Stone, or you just mention it? I don't think I did. I think you might have just mentioned. I think just I just mentioned it. that I watched the first two or first episode. Whatever. And the, I think you mentioned the premise too, right? Yeah, I, I talked about the premise. Yeah, because yeah. you mentioned you the like, fire. Wait, fire force. Everybody turns the fire. Yeah. Doctor Stone. Everybody turns the stone. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm remembering. Um. Because just based on that premise, again, I feel like it's the same thing when you talk about Fire Force. Like it, what I watched was not what I imagined when you just threw out that premise like that. Because what it it opens up on somebody who has the most ridiculous anime hair that I think I've seen in recent years. He has Go Gohan Super Saiyan two hair with just different color. It's Gohan Super Saiyan two hair fused with broccoli. <laughs> Because it's like That's why I said different color. Yeah, it's weird. It's such a weird hairstyle, and especially in the first episode, at least everything is established is basically our world. It's like modern day, so it's like it's established to be the real world. But then you, uh, this guy, I forgot their names, but this uh, kind of dim-witted but lovable, like uh, uh, muscle-bound guy. His best friend is a scientist. So he goes to the scientist friend. He's like, oh, I'm going to confess my love to this girl I've been wanting to talk to forever. And everything looks real. But then this motherfucker turns around with fucking Super Saiyan 2 broccoli hair. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like Rick and Morty out of nowhere. I'm like, what the I fuck mean, is this? You don't know Japanese people have that type of hair. That's their real hairstyle. No. <laughs> it's so weird looking. But he's kind of like an abrasive asshole. But at the same time, you can tell he actually likes his friend. And their dynamic is, I think, what really sells the show. It's like, it's, it's, in that way, it's kind of Rick and Morty-esque. If, they're, if Rick and Morty were both the same age, and Morty, instead of just being like a goofball, like, meek kid, he was like a jock. Right? And Rick was way less, because he's not as much No, he's ass- abrasive, but he's not, like, he's not a monster like Rick is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a smart guy who's, who's pragmatic. And so everything, I, is, so he's, everything is 10 billion percent. I love that, though. I love his little catchphrase of like, I'm 10 billion percent sure that he wouldn't drink that anyway. And it gives him a love potion. He's like, I'm not going to drink this. And he's like, yeah, because you're a good guy. That's cute. The dynamic is cute. 
And then he goes to confess his love to the girl. And in that moment, the world glazes over. Before he gets to do it. Yeah, right before he confesses, the world glazes over with this green light. And everyone instantly turns to stone. That green light. Green light. Oh, man. I wish Black Lightning when it was good. <laughs> Gotta watch it, There's though. There's a trailer that dropped for season three. You didn't tell me to watch that, though. Yeah, because I was like. You monster. <laughs> Mike like, hates black people. I was like, well, we didn't watch season two, so what good is talking about a season three trailer? Like, how are we going to talk about season three trailer? We didn't want to, we don't know what the fuck's going on. This will be a cool trailer. It might just get us excited to even watch season two. Wow. <laughs> wow. You didn't want to give it a chance, you monster. Oh, no, I watched it. Oh. I'm still just like, mm. oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Am I racist? <laughs> Well, that made me sick. I was like, well, there was hope, Michael. And you're like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so Dr. Stone. And then what's crazy is time passes and they've been trapped in stone for over 3,500 years. I think it's 3,700 3,700. And they know that because Dude Man literally counted the seconds. Yeah, he counted. Because apparently, it because when it happens, you're in the mind of the the dim-witted jock guy. And it's a, it's a thing where it's like, clearly you're not dead. You still have some kind of conscious thought if you have some kind of will strong enough to have a thought, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, so the idea is, even though everyone's been turned to stone, they're still alive in there somehow. The science on it gets kind of weird, but they're, as long as the, the stone bodies haven't broken into pieces, you're still alive. And the two main characters end up being unstoned or unpetrified because they just happened to be in a cave that had guano acid dripping on them. So they, they literally got shat on for thousands of years. Yeah. <laughs> and just luckily they both happen to have guano shit on them. Which they say have, has nitric acid. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like the, the anime becomes about uh, the Dr. Stone figuring out a way to bring back humanity. Because now they're, they're the only two people left alive as far as they know, in the entire world. Um, and the scientist is basically devising ways to, fir- in the first episode, to free everybody, to basically recreate what freed them. And not only that, because 3,700 years have passed, basically the world reverted back to like almost like a Jurassic yeah, it's like literally... So basically, climate change was is solved. Yeah, lies. There, or maybe the fact that humans were wiped off the planet, that prevented climate change. Like, maybe it, That's it what I'm saved saying. the world. It's climate change was solved because there's no humans. Yeah, no people. <laughs> we're the real problem. Yeah, like, we, we are. We're cancer. Um, but yeah, so it's basically the entire world is like forest now. Like, all the, all the metal and buildings has eroded away. 3,500 years is long enough for basically the footprint of mankind is basically virtually gone. There's like some stone monuments around, which makes me think like if our civilization did get wiped out like tomorrow, we would be the eastern island of whatever the new world would be in the future. Like, eastern yeah, island. Isn't that what it's called with the those heads? What heads? You I know, don't know those, what you're talking about. The the um the east is that right? The, remember those those weird I mean, it head, could be right. I just don't know what those you're talking head about. statues that are like um on an island somewhere. And then, like, if it lines up with the sun, shit, don't know what the re- the original purpose of them were. Talking about like the Mayans. Where are they Mayans? Hold on, East Island. Let me see. I don't I'm gonna know. <laughs> East Island heads. I think I'm right. Oh uh, yeah, you are Eastern Easter Island. Yeah, Easter Island. Yeah, yeah, those those big stone heads. Yeah, I don't know what this shit is. Oh, yeah, so you never heard of this? No. Oh wow. Okay. 
But the idea is the aliens. It, Those it was are maybe, what the aliens look like. Maybe pyramids. <laughs> like it's it's things that time. So much time has passed that these things that might have been we don't know what they were originally used for, but they've been lost in time with the civilization that was lost as well. Like it, it just makes me realize that that could be us. Like if if civilization ended I mean, tomorrow, at a certain point, yeah. But it's crazy because it's like wow, it's we could be Atlantis, like. People would speculate, oh, maybe they had magical powers. We found an old Blu-ray of something called the Avengers, and we think it was a retelling of their their, their, their real adventures. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Things that were mundane to us could become fantastical to some future civilization or something. Oh, this is just a random thought I had. But the idea is, working together, they're going to rebuild civilization. And that first episode... When it ends and they figure out a, through the scientific method of this trial and error, they recreate the acid and like double its potency or whatever by combining it with wine. It's this whole process. It, basically, this show is the food wars of science. Like they explain all this scientific shit and have all these scientific methods to get there, but it's food wars. Just yeah. with science. Yeah. That's what makes it interesting to me, I think. I like that. If that's like the hook for every episode, like we're going to do some shit and I'm going to explain it scientifically, I was intrigued after the first episode. But that being said, I was like after that first episode, what what now? Like isn't anime over? Like you found the cure. Done. But then I'm like, oh wait, logistically, I guess you would have to, re- rebuilding society is really hard. So this whole anime is going to be about them literally rebuilding. Yeah, it's more than just bringing people back. You have to also, re- like you said, rebuild society. Yeah, and there's so many nuances that go into that. So that first episode, even though it felt like self-contained, it's like, oh wait, yeah, this opens up like a whole can of worms that I have no idea where it's going. And the scientific, or the, the event that happened that made everybody stone is completely unknown. Yeah. So it's like, you have all these questions and you have... I had no idea where the anime was even going. Because they talk about every science, 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 but everybody turning into stone is not science. So. No. And he even says that. He's like, this is like a, something, it's like fantasy, but I'm going to beat fantasy with science. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is, I'm digging the main character. I'm digging his best friend. I'm digging the, the writing so far. But I'm just like, it's rare when you don't have any idea where the story is going to go in something. You know what I mean? Like usually in that first episode or something, when it sets up the premise, you can kind of guess like, okay, well, with with this premise, there's these options that can happen, like, and you can kind of guess where it's gonna go from there. But this, like, for example, Attack on Titan. After the first episode, he's gotta fight all the Titans. He's gotta yeah. beat all those fucking oh, Titans. My hero. This is my journey of becoming the number one hero. Yeah. This is like we gotta save the world, or we gotta save everybody from these stone statues. We did it. Now what? Figure it out. <laughs> Let's just or keep going. How did they become stone? Yeah, are they gonna literally do that for each person over time? Like the different personalities that might come up when you free a random person that you don't know who they are. Like, is, and they even raised that question in the second episode, and that's where I think this ep- this show went from, went to another level, bro, bro. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I fucking did a reaction video. I swear to you. There were so many moments. It's like episode. I was like, "Wait, what? No, no, nigga, no fucking way. There's no fucking like." I was losing my shit. They do a thing where they finally they figure out the cure, and they're gonna go cure the girlfriend. The girlfriend, the obvious choice. Yeah, yeah. And they go to do it, and they have this funny exchange, but then they get surrounded by lions. And the idea is lions, like if lions were to escape from zoos and be left unchecked in a in a environment they weren't made for so in japan mm-hmm. like they would just be like the, they're the dominant alpha predator now in the in the in the ecosystem 
Yeah. So they so they run from the lions, which is weird even then because it was like there were moments where they stopped during the chase. Even in the jungle, they're pretty much the dominant. Yeah. Granted, there are other things that can kill a lion, like a rhino and all this other stuff. But if you're in a world where there are none, yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> but they're being chased by the lions. Even even here, it started getting shaky because there were moments where they literally stopped running and be like, "No, you run and I'll guard you. You're the brains, I'm the brawn, so I'll I'll try and hold them off." And he's like, "You idiot! They'll kill you, and then what happened? You think I can?" fix society by myself i need you to make my plans actually work because he's like yeah the, i'm the brains you're the brawn he's we the need, labor. you need both yeah, yeah. and they, they do a good job in that first episode to kind of simplify that like the moment we're making the wine and you see him being the meek scientist and he squeezes like one grape and he's like the other guy it's like oh, okay yeah you do this stuff <laughs> um so they have a good partnership so they go and in some ways i feel like this is like a little rated r in a sense, because remember there was a moment where uh, when he went to go save his girlfriend and he punched the scientist because he's like, she's naked. You can't look at her. Oh, he stabs him in the eyes like with his fingers. Like, but not even that. Yeah, but he was him. like, but he said something like, uh, well, we all have parts or whatever. I had, just oh, like your I, dick's hanging I, out? Yeah, just like your dick's, your dick's hanging, was dick hang, whatever is hanging out or whatever. She, like, she doesn't have a dick. I'm like, just the fact that they said that word. I don't know if the same rules apply in Japan, though. I guess not. And it's also translation. Maybe it wasn't literally dick. Maybe it was like... But still, even the fact penis, that they put that word... Just the fact that they still said that word in the translation. Yeah, yeah. It's I was little, like, it's kind of... Yeah, yeah. It gives them edge. <laughs> but like, it was a funny line, too. No, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I yeah. was just like, oh, all right. So then, even though they, they take multiple times to stop during this chase of lions, these are lions. They would have just pounced instantly. But they, whatever. They run, and the dude's like, oh, wait earlier i passed this guy called the the primate of high school and i'm like okay so like a, a high school badass i guess it was some guy that he knew you know for, he's a sports guy so i guess he played sports oh, but it's like when you see the guy he looks like sephiroth like he's got long hair made out of stone he's just kind of sitting there Tar- tarzan i was thinking more tarzan or tarzan yeah tarzan's better i like that better um so they, they splash the shit on him and he bre- his his just his eye breaks open from the stone at first, and he's like, "What's the situation?" And he's like, uh, "The scientist guy's like, oh, we were signed by lions ten two o'clock." He's like, "Affirmative." Yeah, he doesn't ask like, "What's going on? Yeah, Who are like, you?" What's- he's stone cold. Yeah. Ah, stone cold. <laughs> I'm like, oh, "What are you gonna do? Like, there's nothing you can do." Where it's like, literally- so I'm assuming maybe he obviously had to have been so- he had to have been somewhat aware of something that's going on. Well, I guess the idea is if you have a strong enough will, you are conscious. So he had to be conscious too, right? He had it didn't been. seem like when they, when they eventually do revive the girlfriend, it didn't seem like she was conscious. She no. didn't once make it seem like, yeah, oh, she's I was like, thinking, where are we? Where, what are you doing here? Yeah. So I think it's only people that have a strong drive that stayed conscious over the thousands of years or whatever. But they're surrounded. This is such a scene for you guys. If you haven't seen this anime, if you haven't, go watch it. I love it. Also, part of me is like, how much torture can that really be? Like, you're conscious and aware yeah. of your surroundings. You'd be crazy. For thousands of years and you're not talking to anybody. Like, you'd, be, you'd go crazy. Yeah. So I was like, I get the dumb guy maybe not going crazy because he's dumb. The smart guy maybe not going crazy because smart people. <laughs> I don't know. But like, you go insane. But whatever. There's a lot of, if you really want to get into the, like, the logistics of this, some of this stuff, it's like, that doesn't really make sense. Even the fact that when they get revived... Dude, do you know how brittle, like if you're really made out, made out of stone as a statue and you don't have a finger missing, you don't have like an arm missing, you know how easy it'd be off, this, if, if I turn to stone right now, how easy it'd be to just snap off my arm because like there's, there's like no leverage there? 
It'd be yeah, super easy. But I mean, I guess you could see that some people just got lucky. Some people, because some there are some people that didn't make it. Well, I feel like most people wouldn't make it. Like it'd be very rare for you that are completely intact. I mean, it depends on how strong the stone is. Because, like you said, there are these these stones from East or whatever. Maybe stuff. if you if you got frozen like this with your entire body like close to your chest, like if you if you got frozen in a fetal position, you'd probably be all right. But if your hands are up like this and shit, like it'd be too easy for like just the elements or like a falling fucking branch or something to knock off your arm. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but whatever. So this set the scene for you guys. Not only is there a male lion, but the entire pride is there. They are surrounded by lions. This man throws the shit on him because what's the situation? Oh, there's lions around us. Affirmative. He breaks out of the stone. The stones fly into the lions like little like machine gun pellets to just distract him for a second. Yeah. And then like a fucking DBZ character or like a Naruto character, he fucking does a haymaker in the lion's face and kills it. One punch, man. One that's basically- punch! Because <laughs> that's like- what it was. He killed the lion. Not a lioness. No. Or even, not even, even a young lion. Even, even still, a lioness will be impressive. Any but he animal. Kill, <laughs> he kills a lion with one punch. Barehanded. Barehanded. Butt naked. <laughs> yeah. Kills it. What the fuck? I thought maybe he was going to hit it and it was going to be like, Arr! and like it, it, maybe he got scared or something and he was going to explain by being like, oh, well, you know, if you hit a male lion in the nose, in the no- yeah. like it, 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 it will deter it from attacking and then the other lions will see that and they'll also disperse. Like, no, nah. no, nigga. He, he punched <laughs> it and killed it with one hit. So I, I was like, what the fuck? What anime fantasy? Did we just jump? I know it's an anime fantasy, but before this it moment. It became real fantastic yeah, Before that, that moment, it was so so, so grounded in realism that I'm freaking out on the level of it being like a one punch man moment. It wasn't, but this is the fact that they jumped so far in like realism. I was like, what the fuck just happened? And then to be like, so what do you guys eat? Uh, well, we eat like mushrooms and leaf and maybe a rabbit every once in a while. Not anymore. Huh? Not anymore, motherfuckers. <laughs> now you got me, the Tarzan of high school. I'm like, what? This motherfucker, they show a scene of a goose. Flying over treetops. He fucking he said. leaped through the trees and caught it midair. I was like, what the fuck? He chased down, yeah, he wild, chased down boar. wild boar. Yeah. Outran them, Michael. Outran, yeah. Outran boar. Like literally showing him like passing the boar and then just grabbing one and tackling it to the side. I was like, yo, who the fuck? He's swimming through the fucking ocean, grabbing fish out the water, bro. Who is this? Yeah. <laughs> what? The, the, and they played off as a joke. I was joke. like, is he Goku? Like what? They played off like a Dr. Stone is like, he, like, he's basically a superhero. He's not lying. Yeah. <laughs> ah, not lying. <laughs> it's like, he killed Simba. One punch. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. But then, of course, a guy this powerful, he's got to be a villain. So they, but they well, do- then part of me was like, are they going to go this easy? Because they keep teasing. Oh, he could be a villain. He could be a villain. I'm like, Same. that's too easy, though. They, they do a really good job in the story of not making you question it. Because you don't, it's not like he just comes up like, ha ha ha, I'm evil. They do a thing where it's like, uh, are they going to plant that trope? Oh, maybe they're not. Maybe they are. Hmm. And over the course of that second episode, you kind of like, you're, you're still not sure. And at the end, he kind of talks about him being abused and him thinking that like, this is a second chance for humanity. Like, instead of reviving all these older people. Yeah, because Dr. Stone wants to revive everybody. Yeah. And so then he thinks about his childhood where he was beaten by, I don't know, what was that, his father? Stepfather. So he's like, well, no, not everybody deserves to be brought back. Because they kind of even bring, Dr. Stone even kind of alludes to that, where it's like, we'll it'd be, be kind of fucked up yeah. if we if the first person we revive ends up being a murderer. 
Which, cut to. Cut to. <laughs> <laughs> and he punches the fucking stone, the old guy's stone head off. He's like, I'm not going to revive any old people because they're just going to bring the weight. And he's not wrong. Like, it's not, even, that, well, no, it's not even just old people. He he feels like people that he doesn't deem worthy. No, no. he It's literally everybody that's older. Well, no, because he killed a bunch of kids, too. No, he killed the old people that were around the kids. Oh, he did? Yeah, oh. he didn't kill the kids. He just killed the older people. So he kind of looks at the stone. He's like, how old are you? Like 30? Nah, you got to go. <laughs> like He kind of just guesses by the, how you look in the face, but whatever. But it's, it's the thing where you kind of feel bad for him because... And it ties to Disney. He was trying to make like uh, a seashell necklace for his little sister who loved the Little Mermaid. Yeah. And his father beat him and he never was able to give it to her. I think she died or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he's like, nah, fuck old people. And, he's, and again, he's not wrong. Because if you start bringing back everybody from the like you know the old world, they're going to want to bring in their old world ideology. You're going to bring in racism. You're going to bring in homophobia. You're going to bring in all that bullshit. Bure- bureaucratic politics. They're going to th- They're going to be people who... Because they're both high school kids. They're going to be older people who just by virtue of them being older, they're going to not give up. They're going to be like, I'm not going to listen to you. Like, you're a kid. I don't care. Like, there are stubborn people now in our world. You don't think they're going to be stubborn when they fucking, like, you know, thousands of years from now? They're the same person. They just literally got frozen in time. Yeah. So the clash of personalities, that the, which is a very real possibility, is very interesting. And this character kind of exemplifies that. And they even keep saying they even keep dialing down to the fact that he's not actually a bad guy. No, he's he's, he's a good guy. Doctor Stone says but he's, he's also a good guy. just a murderer. Yeah, and you know, I I understand his ideology, but you know, which makes a great villain. You, you get where he's coming yeah, from. Yeah, but it also creates a slippery slope if you're the sole arbiter of who gets to come back. Like you're the one that gets to determine who's worthy and who's not. And you can't tell him no because we've established. Yeah, he's a superhero, motherfucker. And, and you saw the third episode. Yeah. Nigga, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that fucking moment where Doctor Stone he makes like a crossbow, which is also a really clever moment because it goes through all these possibilities of like, oh, we're gonna use salt to make all these different things. And it's like, oh, you said there's gonna be four things. It's like, no, no, I said three, but the fourth thing was to make that crossbow. Yeah, and he uses the crossbow. And he caught that fucking he arrow. Caught the in arrow mid-air. out. The, he snatched it out the air and threw and it threw down. It back, like what? Yeah. <laughs> do it again it's like what are you gonna do yeah, what are you gonna do <laughs> so now I mean in this, the story now they're gonna they're traveling to um, another part of Japan to create gunpowder to go, yeah to make a gun but like where's it gonna go are they gonna just well, like, like this gonna guy's sh- probably just gonna he's gonna he's like the he's Leroy the last dragon he's gonna catch fucking gun bullets in his teeth bro he's a fucking super it doesn't make any sense he's, he's a high school kid what did he do in high school that don't even say like they just call him the primate of high school or whatever. So but like, it makes me wonder, like, are all the students like that, bro? <laughs> I don't know, but because I'm like doctor, doctor, whatever his name is, super smart. Yeah, because I can't even call him Doctor Stone because Doctor Stone's not him. That's actually the soap. Yeah, he calls the soap Doctor Stone. Yeah, but I don't remember his name, so I'm just gonna call Doctor Stone. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I would, I have to rate this this show. The first episode, I might have given it like a high more than passable. But now, after the second and third episodes, perfect, perfect vision. vision. Yeah. I'm fucking, I'm all in. Like, and honestly, I'm more interested in this anime than even like Shield Hero. Like, just the how the premise. Because you don't like magic. It's not that I don't like magic. I like magic. This motherfucker's magical as fuck. <laughs> is, is he though? <laughs> it's not that I don't like magic. Superman. It's the setup. It's the it's the characters. I'm I'm more interested in it. the the way the characters are written and bounce off each other. I find it just really interesting to watch. 
Like I feel like, and I feel like that's what's the deciding factor. Spoiler for, for Shield Hero, he has another girl follower. Oh wow, like, another harem girl. I was like, no what's, way. I was, yeah, I was like, what's up with him and these fucking? That's, but that's an anime trope. They do it all the time. There's a lot of anime that do that. That's that's just the thing. Like he's a main male character will have a lot of female harem. That's just what it is. But stuff like that, I, I, I feel like I've seen Shield Hero before. Like it's just to me, Shield Hero is a little generic. Like. I like it. The things that they introduce with the different characters and like the way, the mystery of the world and the everybody hates the shield hero and the weird se- uh, sexual harassment angle that they played up. Like that was all different and that was all interesting. But the basic premise of I'm a main, I'm a guy from the modern world transported to a fantasy world. I'm overpowered as fuck. And now I've got a female harem of girls. Like it, th- I've seen that a lot. So I'm not as interested in that. But this is a premise. Never seen it. The characters, fucking great. The writing and the comedy, on point. The action, I did not expect to be in this show. It's surprisingly dope. I'm in. <laughs> like, I like, I, I'm loving Dr. Stone right now. But another thing I love, let's talk about Crawl. The state of Florida has issued a Category 5 hurricane warning. Grab your loved ones and get to safety. Well, how did you feel about the alligator hurricane movie? <laughs> we went from Sharknado to alligator hurricane. Yeah. And by its premise, it could be fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. Just look, just looking at the premise yeah. sounds stupid on its face. But I, I spoke about it a little bit last week, and I said that you know it brought an emotional weight that I really fucking love. And I think I even said my rating. I gave it a perfect vision. Um, so I would like you to expound on that or refute that if you don't agree with that. This movie was garbage. No. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> but no, so, yeah, I'm the one that told you about the movie. You ended up seeing it before me, but. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Asshole. Um, going into this movie, like, I feel like, funny enough, you, you think about a premise of, of this type, like any type of creature feature. I feel like what made this movie a little bit different than, and, than other movies is they focused and gave exposition to the main character way more than I think a lot of these movies do. Yes. They spent, they, they more times than not, I feel like they don't spend as much time on the characters more. So they, you see the character, you see, you see what the, the world that they're in right now. And then they're automatically thrown into these weird circumstances, but you don't know who this person is. Okay. And I feel like, and this is also a good thing about the movie. Like they made you care about the main girl first. Yes. Before you threw her into these weird circumstances. And I like in the beginning how they completely established, no, this bitch can swim. She can swim real good. So don't even worry about it when she swims later. <laughs> the entire opening sequence is her swimming. Like, yeah, but then at the same time, it's like, but she lost. <laughs> but she's still like, you know, a national competitive or whatever. Yeah, she's a competitive swimmer. Yeah. But uh, we'll get to that later. Because I'm like, no, just, that's a- Trust me. Yeah. There's a lot of moments where it's like, bullshit, you're alive. <laughs> but at least they try to give some credibility to like, oh, no, she can swim. So. <laughs> yeah. So, so I appreciated that. And I don't know what I was expecting going into this movie. But what I got is not what I expected. And I was expecting a B-movie sci-fi. Like a sci-fi B-movie. Like Sharknado, <laughs> I didn't even see Sharknado, but I, like honestly, I I was going going into this movie not thinking I was gonna like this movie as much as I did. Mm. 
like to spoil my reign, I would give this a perfect vision as well. All right. <laughs> and I wasn't expecting to have like I didn't do it because I'm not you, but what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like have like literal outbursts. But in my mind, <laughs> while watching this movie, I was like, I was tense. Like I was squeezing my butt cheeks. <laughs> like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And to the point, and I, like there are certain moments. I'm Even like, when the alligator thinking, first shows up. The first moment you see the alligator? Yeah. Like, no oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you can do it. Like, don't do it. Or don't do it. Or go. Or go. <laughs> like, I'm thinking that in my head as yeah. I'm watching this movie. And I'm just like, I'm like really enjoying myself. And funny enough, while watching the movie, as I was watching it, I kept going back to Resident Evil 2. The remake. Uh, you love that. <laughs> the remake of Resident Evil 2 that they did recently. Okay. Only because I think that was the last time... I was this tense watching or playing something because mm. even Resident Evil 2, like I was like, it reminded me back when, with the video game when I played the original where I was like, uh, I kind of want to cut this off because I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little uh, stressed out right now. Nah. And that's basically what this movie did. Like it did a good job in making you feel stressed out. And I think a big part of that is because, yeah, there are other characters in this movie, but really you're only following the girl, the father, and then the dog. And so because of that <laughs> dog account, <laughs> yeah, of course I count. Cause I was, I was scared for that dog. Oh, that <laughs> fucking dog. It's always dogs. Fuck people Sugar. up, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ever since John wick, you learn that dogs aren't safe. <laughs> so because you don't really have the, the, the tension breaker of following these other characters, you feel just as isolated as them. And <laughs> In this movie, like these guys, they can't catch a break. No, they cannot catch no. a fucking break. Every time, I was like, oh, every time, yeah, every time, saved. Oh. every time something happens, you're like, oh, god damn it! It almost reminds me of like Nathan Drake in that sense, where it's like something always happens to oh, Nathan yeah. Drake. They have a whole mission trying to do one thing, and they get, finally get to yeah. do that thing, and then it fucks up. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck. <laughs> but with that said, like even though I gave it a perfect vision, there's still moments where. You're just like, wow. get the fuck out of here. We are so like, on the same page. There's that, no way. That almost made it not a perfect vision because it happens a couple of times. It happens a couple of couple of times. I'm like, what the fuck? You but I still enjoy, but I, but I enjoyed, but I enjoyed the ride. You want to talk spoilers? Yeah. All right. So spoilers. Well, for th- I guess this wouldn't this the first moment that it happens isn't really a spoiler because it's in the trailer. But like when the fucking I was about to say lion. The lion. But when the gator grabbed her by the leg and fucking dragged her. <laughs> And even like slammed her. Yeah, like, it was slamming her. Yeah, it was thrashing her. So, okay, so I had to do alligator research after that movie because I was like, I had, I was literally googling shit while watching it. Like, there's no way. And then she like literally got up and ran away after yes. that. I was like, there's no fuck bull fucking shit. So an alligator's alligators bite, have thousands of pounds of pressure in their bite. Yeah, yeah. So the bite itself won't like like cut your leg off or anything. But, but it'll it, snap your bones. Yeah, it will break bones. But what really fucks your leg up or like your body part is when they thrash. So just the bite itself is like, all right, maybe if somehow he lets go, she'll be okay. But the fact that it was literally grabbing her by the leg and slamming her against the walls, I'm like, no, she should have no leg. It should be a, like a floppy chicken bone at that point. <laughs> like, but the moment I wanted to talk about was when she gets the gun. Like, and as soon as she gets the gun, like, oh, okay, now she's safe. And then I get her immediately yeah, bites her hand. Bites her hand. I'm like, she's fucked. But she starts shooting as as it's biting her. But yet her hand is fine. Yeah, her hand is fine. Fine. I was like, what? <laughs> that shit makes no sense. Or even the dad. 
Well, well, no, that he, he at least he got got some damage. He got damaged, but he should be like <laughs> like in shock or something. But that was painful. Oh my god! Did yeah. snap. You know what it is? It's the. I feel like they do a really amazing job of setting up scenarios and building the tension in each scene, because it can't be. And that's that to me shows me that like every horror movie can achieve this, like regardless of the budget. Because it wasn't even like the alligators themselves like look scary. It's just that no. You knew them getting in proximity to those alligators would be instant death. And they did a really good job in setting the pacing of each scene to build that anxiety of not knowing what the fuck was going to happen. Even when she's crawling through the fucking tunnel thing, and you see like the, the alligators swim at the end of the tunnel, and she's like holding her breath. And I'm like, fuck, bitch, you got <laughs> you're so fucked. <laughs> and then not, not only that. Oh, my God, the last scene is what the, was the most like, there's no fucking way. She should be dead. But it, but honestly, honestly, in the same moment, I was like, "This is the stupidest fucking moment in this movie." I was also like, "This is actually kind of beautiful." Like this this moment right now, I love. And then how it ends. I guess we're in spoilers. So I can just say it. But at the very end, where um, they're trying to get to the roof, because that's another thing. It's not just the alligators are fighting. It's the rising water levels. Yeah, which is awesome. So it's like you're not just fighting the the monsters, right? You're also fighting the environment too. But they're trying to get to the roof. Actually, ba- backtrack real quick. Did what? we say what the story was? Besides killer alligator, like it's more to it than that. I guess maybe we didn't. You want to say it? But yeah, basically, uh, the the premise behind this uh, movie is you have the girl, the main girl. Her, her name is Haley, and she is a student at University of Florida. And her sister calls her because basically there's a Category Five hurricane approaching Florida, mm-hmm. and her father also lives in Florida, but he lives further south. And the sister hasn't been able to get in contact with the father because she's trying to. She's worried about him. It's Category Five coming. I just want to make sure you're safe. Yeah. And so she calls the sister, and the sister decides to drive stupidly. So stupid. Yeah. She no st- one would really do this. She, she decides that. Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> well, she even got stopped. Like, like she got turned away by uh, the police, who also happened to be one of her high school yeah. friends. So she decides to drive to uh, her father's house deeper into the hurricane yep. to go find her father, only to find she out. Said, Fuck the police. Still went around the barricades. <laughs> yeah, only to find out her father's injured yeah, and in the basement in the basement of their the old cra- house in the crawl space of their old house of their old house yeah and then there's some alligators and then on top of that there's a hurricane so you're in, the, you're in the crawl space so you're fighting waters and alligators so what are you gonna do yeah and I think the best horror movies stay in one location so you're, you're basically just there in that crawl space for most of the movie but I think it was also interesting how they they built their relationship to be they have like a strained relationship because they both uh, the Haley felt like the mom left because the dad was always um, with her training for swimming and stuff. Like, he's basically her coach. Yeah. So they have like this neat relationship where he tries to push her and uh, she's like a little resentful to him to, like, for that. But at the same time, they are they, they make a big point that they're both similar personalities. So they, mm-hmm. they both have like a lot of respect for each other, too. So I like their relationship in the movie. And the moments where, like, the cute moments where he, like, calls her, like, his little apex predator and stuff. I'm like, well, clearly, that's going to come back because yeah. they're fucking alligators. But, but that was cute. Like, they did a really good job of making you care about these characters to the point where, at the end, not only are you root for both of them live. Like, I didn't want, I was like, bitch, if this, if she dies or the father dies, I'm done. Like, I, I thought the father, so I thought the father was going to die. I thought he was going to die. To let her, so she could live. Like, early on, I thought he was going to die. But once they get out of the crawl space, I was like, and I don't want him to die at all. Like, you basically... It, 
I thought the movie ended once he uh, she finally gets out of the crawl space and then circles back up to the top of the stairs and then breaks the, the floorboards to pull him out. I thought the movie was over. But then it was like, nah, that's just act two, bitch. Like, now we got to escape this house because the water still rises. Now we're in a flood. It's like, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> they can't win. They can't. They cannot win. No. So they're trying to get to the roof and trying to like signal a helicopter or whatever. But the moment where uh, she gets caught by an alligator underwater and it goes full death roll. Like, the thing that kills yeah, you. even that. Like, you be dead. Like, it's, it grabs you by the arm. So she should have no fucking arm anymore. It should be gone. And it not, and, but it becomes a plot point where every time it rolls, her hand kind of scrapes against the bottom of the, the, the floor or whatever, the ocean, not ocean, but the, the water floor. And it's the flare. And, and she's trying to grab the flare, but yeah. she keeps missing it. She keeps missing it. So when she ultimately gets it and stabs the alligator with it, that's what makes him let go. And then when she gets uh, back to the roof, she's trying to catch the edge of it, but it's like rushing water and shit. And now she's got, I guess she has two arms, but she really shouldn't. But <laughs> so she's trying to get a grip on it. She's holding on to both her arms. Yeah. And I'm like, like you don't see any damage. Like you see a little trickle of blood on her arm, yeah. but no real damage. But it was the moment where her hand hits the ridge of the roof and it flashes back to uh, her hand hitting the rim of the pool. And then her father helping her out of the water. And it's her father who, she slips, but her father grabs her and he pulls her up to the roof. Like that, that like parallel, that got me. I was, that was beautiful to me. I was like, oh, 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 they did it. <laughs> My little apex predator. <laughs> did they though? <laughs> well, then it gets saved right after, but and I, I even like that. I was like, this is a great place to end it. Like that moment of realization. Like she but see, self-affirmed. Like she took her power. Her father was proud of her because even th- her father thought it was like that. That hurt me so bad when she finds him and like wakes him up, and he rolls over. And he's like all fucked up because he's like probably been there for. He's losing blood. He got bit by the alligator and he's dehydrated. And he's just like, I forgot the sister's name, but he says the sister's name, not hers. And you see her, her face like, no, dad, it's me. It's it's Haley. He's like, oh, 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 Haley. Like to go from that. To seeing at the end where you can tell he super respects her now. Like, yeah. he already thought the world of her, but now even more so. It's like, wow, girl, like, you you really did this shit. Like, that was beautiful to me. It was, but, like, I didn't think it was going to end there because, again, they can't catch a break. And there you're was like, a moment. You alligator's going to grab the helicopter. There was a moment where, as the helicopter is, like, coming towards them, like, you saw it, like, like jerk. Like, as if I thought it was about to crash. Because the, the, there's so much torrential downpour and, and such heavy winds. Oh, my God. So when it jerked like that, I was like, oh, shit. The helicopter's about to crash. Oh, man. <laughs> you were so mindfucked. You were expecting even the end of fuck. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I thought was about to happen. So wow. I'm like, what, what are they going to do now? That'd be a way darker ending. <laughs> like, you imagine that? Like, the fucking plane crashes into the water. Like, they're being circled by alligators. They just kind of look at each other. Black. Like, fuck. <laughs> I would hate that. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, but I love that. I love the movie. It had more heart than it deserved to have. And funny enough, I'm like, it's sad like that I like Crawl more than I like Lion King. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but of the two animal movies we're reviewing this week, yeah. Crawl is something I would watch again. <laughs> yeah, I would watch Crawl again. 
That's fucking sad. <laughs> that is so sad. Okay. Well, moving on. Um, and that's been Blur Vision for the week. Yeah. I don't even need to say anything else. <laughs> it's just sad. <laughs> the state of movies that we're in right now. Because I, I don't know how Carl's doing in the box office, but I'm sure it's not doing Lion King numbers. Well, no, because it's not... No, it's not Lion King. But, yeah. but at the same time, I'm, I'm sure it's like doing okay. It's not... I don't even think it's... Blo- I don't even people talking about Crawl. No. Have you? Yeah. So it's Not like, really. It's, it's not getting the accolades that I think it very much deserves. I think it's one of the best movies I've seen this year. The fuck? <laughs> it's Crawl. Agreed. <laughs> it's Crawl. <laughs> it's deserving. But, uh... Even, things- even after seeing the movie, I was still like, why is it called Crawl? Because the crawlspace. Yeah, because the crawlspace. I didn't realize that until after the film. Uh, I thought it was because the alligators crawl. Yeah, that's what I slide. thought. Yeah. Um, but speaking of other things that don't deserve it, I don't think Vinland Saga deserves to be called the anime Game of Thrones. There, I said it. Get into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> and that's no disrespect to Well, Vin- you're wrong, Jordan. <laughs> Am I? That's <laughs> no disrespect to Villain Saga. See it. <laughs> well, it's no disrespect to Villain Saga. It's just that I think when people say that blank is the blank of blank, like, or uh, let's be more specific. I think when people, at least when I say that Attack on Titan is the anime Game of Thrones, the reason why I'm saying it's the anime Game of Thrones isn't because Attack on Titan is like, I don't know, like a medieval setting or something, but it's a similar thing where it's a fantasy setting um, that, yeah, that's not, that's not where I want to go with that. Um, it's a fantasy setting, yes, so that in itself is like a pale comparison to make, like, oh, it's it's the anime Game of Thrones because it's a fantasy anime, but it's not really the only reason. What's more the reason why people call, at least I call, Attack on Titan the anime Game of Thrones is because it's... Why am I blanking? I was like, well, my, yeah. my brain is like turning off every time I want to get to this. Um, oh, it's because of the character. It's the it's the complexity of the story. It's how layered it is, and it's the the amount of protagonist level characters. In season one of Attack on Titan, you could say that Aaron Yeager is the main character. You're not wrong, but in the same way, you could say that Ned Stark was the main character of the beginning of season one of Game of Thrones, but over time, you start realizing that the world's much bigger than that. And the other characters that are in the show can also carry the show without Aaron. And I think season three is the biggest example of that. You got, Aaron could literally die, but the show could go on. You still have Levi, Mikasa, you have Erwin, you have all these, well, not anymore, but (laughs) but you have all these characters, uh, Armin, you got fucking, Mm. wait, what do you mean? No, No Armin? Well, no, because I'm like, I don't know if Aaron dies. I don't know if the show could, because he has the power. I have the power. But the power in of itself doesn't make him special. No, but I'm saying, like, it's you like, need, you need the power. Aaron's like, sometimes you do. The power helps, but it's, it's a tool. Like, Aaron's like a sword, and you need other characters to use that sword effectively. Because Aaron's never really want to fight on his own merit. Like, once. No, he, the, beat, he beat the... Uh, as the Rogue Titan? He beat the... Uh, or the armor Titan? He beat the Armored Titan. 
with help. Oh wait, which time? The first time or second time? The the first time he was close to beating him, but then they got into. The, but even then, he had help. Mikasa was helping him. Oh, well, she, he was. She was cutting his tendons and shit to. But give the him second time. Didn't wait. Was and it by himself? No. Well, the second time they started fighting, but then it was just a setup to have him be distracted for the torpedoes and shit. So again, he didn't really beat him. Like, and and ultimately, who beat him was Mikasa, with the. After he comes back and Mikasa throws the thing on his throat. Yeah. But I say all just to say that it's not just one character that holds up a tackle on Titan. There's been long stretches of Tackle on Titan where Aaron's just not in the picture at all. Like other anime shown in anime can't say that. Like My Hero Academia, Naruto, Bleach. These anime, if the main character isn't on screen, it's for an episode or two at most. Mm-hmm. But in something like Attack on Titan, they've gone an entire season, like an entire season or a half of a season or whatever without Aaron. Um, but it's mostly the the layered complexity of the story. And that's a, that's just because Attack on Titan just knows where the fuck it's going and it's able to brilliantly weave in all these different mysteries and ways to solve them and give you just enough information to keep you going to the next revelation. Um I think people, and this is just basically off one episode, I think people call Vinland Saga the anime Game of Thrones just because it's based in a European fantasy setting. Because literally Japanese Vikings. So, I mean, yeah, I guess if you want to call Game of Thrones just based on setting Game of Thrones. But I think, there's a lot of anime that is a fantasy setting. That doesn't make it the anime Game of Thrones. Oh, and also, of course, the level of intensity in Attack on Titan is what makes it like the anime Game of Thrones. Motherfuckers die. Main characters die in fucking brutal ass ways in Attack on Titan and Game of Thrones. What is it? What is what is this villain? Whatever fuck. What is it even about? Uh, Vinland Saga. I hear because you talk about it's not the anime Game of Thrones. Then you say it's set in a medieval town, but I don't know what's the premise. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I was gonna get to that. I just wanted to kind of set that in stone right now. That as so far it's that not is just the, as good. No, <laughs> I think the comparison of Attack on Titan being the anime Game of Thrones is still way more valid than this. But the basic premise is, I'm not even sure if Vinland, the, the country of Vinland is real or just a story, but it's a, it, the story opens on a Viking in the middle of this war against some European country, I don't know who, but it's a badass dude who's just killing everybody on these boats, and he looks bored. So the entire time he's like murdering people, he just looks bored for whatever reason. He ends up, but then he ends up faking his own death. Cut two years later. Apparently he looked bored because he just wouldn't start. He he didn't want to fight anymore. He lost the passion for it. So instead of, uh, you know, continuing to be this hero in this war or whatever, he decided to just go off on his own, start a family in this far remote village in Iceland or Greenland. I don't remember which, but it's basically like a snow country. Um, and so far in the first episode, it really just established the world. It just established that these. The main, who I'm guessing is going to become the main character, but he's still a kid right now. But according to the anime opener, it looks like he grows up angry and like a badass. But in the entire first episode, nothing happens to make it seem like there's even a time skip. So it's I, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. Um, but it's just a peaceful town in presumably a modern Norway, or not modern, a uh, a, a medieval Norway. Um. I don't even know how else to describe it. It just, it just follows the life of these kids. They show you uh, the kids being told stories by the, a, a, a village sailor, tells them all these tall tales, some of which might be true, some of which aren't. Um, you get a, a 
it's like a, it's like a day in their life because then there's like this bounty hunter guy, not bounty hunter, it's like a, uh, some asshole from another village comes over and is looking for a slave. Uh, they find a random slave in the snow. So the, the badass family guy tries to revive the slave because I guess he doesn't like slavery. But it's not like that was a big thing. It was just like, hey, dad, why don't we have a slave? We don't do that. Oh, okay. Well, that sucks. I want a slave. <laughs> like that's literally what they. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I want a slave because working, doing chores is hard. Like, oh, we don't do that. So then they find a slave, and then the guy nurses the slave back to health, or tries to, but he's clearly dying because he's been like frostbitten. And then the, the dude from another village comes by, who's like a clear badass. He's got a big ass chain thing that he wraps around some guy's head, who like uh, talks out of line and basically rips the skin off his face, which is horrific. Um, to establish that he's a a bad guy or at least an asshole. But then you think I'm thinking like, okay, so this guy's going to go to the the main guy, badass, the family man. And he's going to be like, yo, give me that slave. He's be like, nah, I'm not gonna give you a slave. And then maybe he's going to kill his whole family. And maybe that's what's going to start the adventure of this little kid for revenge or something. Maybe, but no, it doesn't happen. The dude was like, give me, Hey, it's my slave. I'm with that slave. And he's like, I'll buy the slave. How, how much do you pay for it? Two sheep, I give you four sheep. No, I want I want the slave. Cause I'm gonna I'm gonna beat him. One, and, two, three, four yeah. sheep. So I'm gonna beat him in front of other slaves to make them not want to run away again. And he's like, I'll give you six six sheep. Wait, what the fuck is this? Twelve years a slave? Yeah, I guess <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a weird thing that they they drill down on the slave thing, but it didn't seem related to anything. I guess it's to show that the guy has a big heart because he basically he 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 ends up buying the slave from the guy, but the guy dies. The slave, like he was dying. But so he just didn't want him to be taken back into slavery because it seemed like he didn't want to be a slave. Okay, but then the guy dies, and the kid's like, "Like dad, what was the point of all this?" <laughs> and he's like, "I don't know, son. Someday you'll know." <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like nothing really happened. Like I'm trying to explain. Who told you to I watch can. this? Our anime recommendation people. They said oh, that this. Yeah, I mean. I'm interested, kinda, but not really. Nothing, nothing happens in the first episode. Like it, it ends with the kid asking his dad, "Is Vinland real?" Or like, where the the sailor guy who's telling stories. He told the kid a story about, oh, um, like what the kid asked him, "Why are we like here in this remote location in Iceland, like in the middle of nowhere?" And he's like, "Oh, well, our ancestors like ran here or ran away here from a different country." And we've been hiding out ever since. But uh, you don't know if that's true or not. Like, he doesn't, I don't know. I don't think it's actually 100% true. I, I think they did go to that village for some reason, but I don't think it's the reason he said. But then the kid asks his dad, like, oh, so um, wh- where do people go when they want to escape here or something? I don't fucking know. Clearly, I don't remember <laughs> the episode that well because nothing stuck out. There was no, like, the most exciting thing that happens is the first five minutes where the main. I don't know if I can call him the main character. The The father is like a badass in the war and just kills a bunch of other Vikings. That's it. Like, I don't know where it's going. I don't know if it's going to be like a thing. I, I can only assume everybody in this family dies and that the little kid ends up being the main character and growing up. Again, and I'm only basing that on the fucking anime introduction. Like the anime, the, the music opener. But yeah, that's Villain Saga. I don't have nothing else to say about it. I, I guess passable. I'm gonna keep watching it, just because I'm I'm interested to see at least like why people call it the anime Game of Thrones. But right now, the only comparison I see is, oh well, Game of Thrones is a European fantasy. This is a European fantasy. 
That's the anime Game of Thrones, right? It's like, no. Game of Thrones is exciting. They threw a little kid out the window at the end of the first episode of Game of Thrones because he caught a brother and sister fucking. This is not that. <laughs> this is talking about, hey, my dad, can we, get, can we get a slave? No. Well, we found a slave. Maybe this should be the inciting incident for this whole story. Nah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, then what, the, what is this about? <laughs> Vinland saga. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Vinland. Yeah, I'm going to come it's back. It's about wine. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to come back to it. And maybe I'll have more to say when something actually happens so I know what the story's actually about. But I don't fucking know. But anyway, let's get into news of the week. I want to talk about some San Diego Comic-Con stuff. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga, but you better not. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. I don't want hand me down. I don't want kitty gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Let's see. Which trailer should I start with first? Actually, just because I'm ready to help. Let's talk about the Cats trailer. Oh my God! Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> because it was the best trailer of the week. So yeah, Jordan. Was it, though? it was. Was it? Let's, let's talk cats. What did you 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 like? And plus, you like cats. You like meow meow. Oh, I love cats. Yeah, you like the you like the kitty. But not when they're horrific CGI abominations. Are they though? They look great. No, <laughs> they made Idris Elba look scary. They, they made everybody look terrifying. So yeah, what'd you think of? I think it's Disney that's doing this. Let's, oh my god! What'd you think of Disney's new musical? I can't believe they're doing it. Like I, I never even liked how the original cats looked on the Broadway show. But I thought the whole point of them looking like that was because it's Broadway and they can't like make an animated thing in Broadway. So if you're gonna do a cats movie, why isn't it just an animation? Why why use real people? I know it's Universal Pictures. Okay, thank God Disney hasn't gone completely insane. <laughs> like, right? Like why why choose it? Why choose to make it look like the play? Not even because the play were people in actual makeup. This is all CGI. I'm like, at least, so why not just go the route of the play and actually put people in makeup? But why even do that? You you have a new medium. Why not take it to its logical conclusion? Isn't I've never seen cats, but I assume it's about cats. I've never seen cats either, but yeah, it's about cats. In a cat's perspective, right? Something like that. I don't know anything about the musical. So unless it's about like alien monster human hybrid cats, I don't see the point in making it live action like this. Why not full CG? Because everything's live action now. That's the whole point. Like, they're making a Lady in the Tramp live action. They're doing a live action Rugrats. But that's usually when you're but adapting the baby's, something. The baby's a CGI. But that's usually when you're adapting something from something that's not live action. This is being adapted from a play that was about cats. So make it fantasy. <laughs> but no, CGI. Like, it was live action. Now make it well, animated. Exactly. It was live action. Now we're making it CGI. <laughs> what? <laughs> I would call this more live action than Lion King. <laughs> Right? This look no. The bodies are CG, I think, but the faces look real. Well, it's like I guess they just superimposed kind of like the kind of like uh what they do with Vision, where it's like he he's he's there. Yeah. Or same with the Hulk. Like Mark Ruffalo is there, but they have all these rigs and stuff on them to make him look vision-esque or uh Hulk-esque. So I think the actors are actually doing the movements or whatever, but they just have like the little dots on them to make them look like the yeah, cats. Yeah, and they just add all that extra shit in post-production. Yeah. 
Yeah, but why? It looks terrible. <laughs> why not? Why not just take that that um that motion capture and transfer it to an animated character, right? Like, what the fuck, man? I don't know. You can what... even make it look kind of like the actors, but just make it stylistic. Don't make it live action because it's creepy looking. It looks like uncanny fucking hellhole. It's the uncanny crater. It looks very creepy and funny enough. Like, I don't know if you ever seen the movie Stephen King's Sleepwalkers. But mm. That's what this shit looks like. Oh my god! That's what this I have. The, that's the one with the demon cats. The demon cats, yes. Wow. And even that, I would watch that over this. <laughs> I haven't thought about that movie in like 10, 20 years. I was like, it's definitely been out for more. Yeah, than that. no, but I, I'm like, yeah, at least twenty plus years. I was a kid when I saw that movie and was confused as fuck. Let me see. When did that movie come out? Wow. Nobody. No. Why do you know about that? Like, what do you? What? I, I used to like that. That I loved that movie when I was younger. What? <laughs> it was weird, but I liked it. What? Wasn't he fucking his mom? Yeah, he was fucking his mom. And you and love that and movie. Funny <laughs> enough, and, funny, and funny enough, that's Leo from Charmed. Oh, that's right. Holy shit. The yeah. the, the white white lighter, right? Yeah, the white lighter. <laughs> 1992 was when it came out. Holy shit. So it was, I was four. Wow, that's crazy. Wait, and you love that movie. What's wrong with you? Six, seven. I was seven. I can't believe it. And you love that movie. Even as a kid, I, I was like, I what? Lo- I didn't say I love. I, was, I said I really like. I like that movie. <laughs> okay, weirdo. That's <laughs> what I was. I like horror. Horror is what got me into. Okay, well, so did you like cats? I ha- I had a cat when I was younger. No, I mean the movie Cats. Do you like Cats? This trailer. Oh, this shit is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of a poorer version of Sleepwalkers. Like I would rather watch Sleepwalkers than this shit. Guys, if you haven't seen Sleepwalkers, go watch Sleepwalkers. No, don't watch Sleepwalkers. No, go watch Sleepwalkers. <laughs> Probably a little cheesy now because, you know, it's 1992, so it's 1992 technology, but go watch Sleepwalkers. I still remember the song. Ooh. It's basically, ready or not, here I come, but, but I don't even without know that. You. I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> but the original, that's, that's how the song. Ooh. Yeah, the face Michael just made, I can never explain in words. <laughs> yeah, Jordan, when I was younger, I was a cat man. It all makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck this movie. <laughs> fuck it right in there. It's cat ass. I have a feeling this shit is going to bomb harder than... I hope it does. I actively hope it does. <laughs> but uh... How dare you release that this week? <laughs> How dare you? Let's see. What else? What's the next trailer? So, uh, no, there are no bombs. I was going to say, speaking of bombs, but none of these trailers have bombs. Well, actually, no, speaking of bombs, let's talk about Watchmen. Mm. So, uh, Watchmen is coming out. It released a new trailer. It's all about the nuclear, post-nuclear Cold War. Is it set modern day? I think it's set in modern day. So, it takes place after... Yeah, well after the well after Watchmen. the eventual watch, because I think that took place in the eighties. Yeah, so it's set thirty plus years later, mm, and I even know. mentioned Doctor Manhattan. And he's this. on fucking Mars. Yeah, he's on and Mars. And a little camera footage, so you don't have to spend any money yeah, on so CGI. You have to spend money, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what did you think of uh, Watchmen? Um, I still don't know what the story is about. Yeah, so I'm about to say that. Like, I'm interested, but I'm still unclear on the exact story. So, vigilante. I mean, uh. uh Criminals are, it's like Rorschach terrorists, and then because now cops, they're attacking cops' homes, the cops become 
like masked cops that borderline on vigilantism and that brings back the age of superhero is that the premise basically okay and or not even superheroes, just whatever. Or, I, guess, I guess heroes. Yeah, vigilantes. Yeah. Manhattan was the only superhero in that world. That's you it. know, he's really, he's a god. The now that I think about it, that the way to escalate to mask vigilantism in that way, it's kind of interesting. Like It's something I could see possibly happening in the real world. Terrorists are wearing masks, and then they attack, attack real people I would say, homes. well, technically that happens, like, terrorists do wear masks. But no, but not, like they're not like vigilantes. But they gotta brand themselves with like a cool Rorschach theme and and say Rorschach quotes from his journal like uh, they'll whisper no, <laughs> and then attacking cops' home like their families, like because you basically have every cop on like a Rolodex, so you know all their identities, and you just attack them all one by one, you know, at their heart. So then they the cops become anonymous, and when cops are anonymous, what what is that? An anonymous. Uh, authoritative figure it's a vigilante yeah <laughs> so it makes sense but I mean I'm interested but like I, like I just said I don't know what the actual actual story is and plus honestly like who's the main character is there one I think it's Regina King because they keep showing her okay but my thing is it, as much as I did like the Watchmen movie despite it being divisive amongst critics and fans and yada 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 I liked it it, it wasn't because of the comic, but I liked it. Yeah, as much as I liked it, I'm not that big of a fan of the Watchmen universe, Watchmen world. So I'm going to watch the first episode, but I'm like, it has to do something to make me really in- invested or interested. Because like I said, I'm not I'm not that big of a fan. Like, mm. I think you mentioned during the trailer, like, I'm way more excited about the boys. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say that, yeah. Coming <laughs> out than I am Watchmen. And honestly, when I first saw the boys trailer. that comes out this week. Oh, awesome. But when I first saw the boys trailer, the first thing I thought was like, "Oh, I was like Watchmen." You, you got Amazon Prime? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like that's how I watched the Vinland Saga. But I was like, "Oh, it looks like um, looks like a Watchmen." And then ironically, I'm more excited about the boys. Than I am Watchmen. <laughs> yeah. So that's it for Watchmen. Okay. Uh, Dr. Manhattan better do a cameo. That's all I know. He better do more than a fucking cameo. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Somebody that is also going to do more than a cameo is the Joker and the Harley Quinn uh, trailer that just dropped for DC Universe animated rated R version. DC Deadpool. Yeah, DC Deadpool. That's what they're uh, dubbing it as. I mean, that's what it looks like. With all the one-liners, they curse a lot. That's how you know it's for adults because they curse. Yeah. How do you feel about the animation? Shit. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, the art style is hit or miss with me. Like, I like Harley's design, but I don't like Batman's. Looks, I don't yeah, like it Joker's. Joke, Batman's chin is super. It looks like a literal square. He looks more like Frank Miller's Joker. I mean, uh, Frank, Frank Miller's, Miller's Batman. Batman. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. But it's, so some of the character models I'm not a big fan of. But. And honestly, from this trailer, I can't tell if this is going to be either great, like hilarious, yeah, it could be, or it could terrible. Be, it could be great or it could be shit. <laughs> Yeah, but not giving us any full scenes like you, it makes it hard to tell. But I'll watch it. Is it on the DC app? It's on the DC app. Okay, so I won't be watching because <laughs> I cancel my DC. Like I haven't even watched Young, Young Justice. Justice. Me either. I haven't re- re-upped either. But who knows? 
I'm not a fan of his DC app. I'm like, at this point, I don't care anymore. I mean, like their their app is getting shittier and shittier. Meanwhile, Disney Plus is like, have you seen what we got? Our dick is long. Yeah. <laughs> long and thick. And cheap. <laughs> you want this long, cheap dick, don't you? Hell yeah, I want that long, cheap dick. Well, speaking of long, cheap dick. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, unless the next thing you're about to talk about is the MCU stuff. I don't know how you're segueing to something else. No. When you got, when you can shapeshift, you can make your dick into anything you want. Wait, what? And Pennywise is a shapeshifter. <laughs> no way! I'm not gonna give you that one. <laughs> long cheap dick becomes Pennywise. Yes, because he can make he can give him he can make himself have a long cheap dick. That's terrifying. <laughs> hey, Georgie. Ah! You'll come too. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about the final trailer for it, chapter two. I was telling Michael before the podcast, like, I'm, you guys tell me if it's a Michael. Who's that? <laughs> Let me know if you guys agree with this, but I, I think that's supposed to re- be reminiscent of laughing. Doesn't it sound like laughing, kind of? I'm asking oh, you. Oh, I thought, uh, asking, I thought what, you were. What, what, what's Blue's Clues? I'm like, <laughs> what do you think, audience? <laughs> that's, what, that's what I thought you were doing. And you were waiting for a response. <laughs> sorry for no, sorry for <laughs> Send us a live chat. <laughs> I just turn and look at nobody. <laughs> like, hey guys, did you think it's laughter? I'm like, what? It's like, it's like the one funny beat in the Dora the Explorer trailer where it's like Dora's like, what do you guys think? And he, she's like at the breakfast table and she's looking at nobody. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Lewis from Ant Man. He's like, uh, I'm sure she'll grow out of that. <laughs> but yeah, um, again, I think that this, Bill Skarsgård should have been the Joker of DCEU. If he was. If he was the Jared Leto Joker in Suicide Squad, that movie might have been more salvageable. Like, the way he laughs and, and talks. Like, everything he says, like, leaves an impression. Uh-huh. Because at the end, he's talking like, uh, I've been waiting for you. I've missed you. Yeah. Like it, I've hungered. I've hungered for you. Like, it's so weird. It's like, how do I explain it? It's like, I can feel feel the desire when he say like he sounds hungry and he sounds like yeah like, even like in the beginning of the first like, movie he sounds where you infatuated with you like i would say even in the beginning of the first movie where you literally saw him like salivating when he saw georgie oh yeah like, well, you laughing. didn't get you didn't get you didn't get you don't rewind you don't get you didn't get that in the original no like the the the, the level of visceral hunger no 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 and you could tell it's like, and you can see the excitement, like, oh my god, I'm about to eat. Yeah, there's moments where like he breaks the illusion, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna fucking eat this kid. I mean, we're friends, like, oh uh, no, I'm gonna... yeah. But um, in this trailer, the I, I guess it's Bill's daughter or son. I forgot. Was it a boy or a girl? It was a boy. A boy. Is that Bill's son in the mirror room or whatever? I don't know if it's his son or just some random or some kid. Some random kid. That kid is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you better kick that fucking window open or whatever, that glass. But um, it's. I'm excited for this movie. And that part of me is like, is that kid even real? Is that part of the illusion? Oh, that's a good point. Because it seems like that he's doing more like mind games. This one. Yeah. Because even the, the the trailer we got with the Bev scene. And honestly, I think they did really good. Creepy, <laughs> creepy face just made. Um, they did a really good job of doing the casting. I believe that all of these adults so far are the kids. Yeah, just from like their how they look and their mannerisms, and like you see like, in the scenes and stuff. So I'm I'm definitely excited. September six. Oh man, I can't 
can't wait. So when it comes out, I'm excited. Oh, I just can't wait to see Georgie get eaten again. <laughs> you know, I saw this really weird animatronic of a giant Pennywise, like a monster face holding uh, Billy. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. I was like, I want that. Do you think that's in the second movie? Like, was that just not a you unused, like, figure or something from the first movie? Or do you think that's going to Oh, no, be- no, you're talking about somebody. No, I thought, I saw it was an animatronic of him with uh, Georgie. Oh, I mean Georgie. I mean, I'm sorry, it was Georgie. I thought maybe they were going to use that in the second movie or something. Because that wasn't a scene in the first movie. No, but I want that. I wanted that anime. I saw it. I was it looks like, scary as fuck. Yeah, and I want it. Yeah. I want Weirdo. it like right in my house. Fucking weird. It's like, the first thing you see when you walk in the door. To me, it's unsettling. <laughs> to you, you want it. That's fucking weird. <laughs> it is unsettling. That's why I want it. That's actually what I'm looking forward to in this movie. Just like when see... I was younger, I'm like, I want a Chucky doll. Oh my God, you weirdo. <laughs> uh, I want to see what their interpretation of Pennywise looks like. Like his final form. Because in the original, he's it was a spider. A, yeah, but it was, that's lame. Like, it's a straight up, in the original, it was just a straight up spider. Like, it's just a giant crab spider. But yeah, in this. because his, his antithesis is a turtle. Fucking stupid. It's a ninja turtle. It's, oh, it's stupid. Donatello. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. But you know what I mean? Because that animatronic looked like more of its final form. Like, it had like a spider mouth. It had like big spider legs coming out its back. Like, I wonder how. how I know it's going to be spider esque. But I want to see what level of a fusion they make for his final form. I hope it's scary. Like I don't want it to be. I remember as a kid, even as a yeah, kid. Yeah, I feel like now that we're dealing with the adults, they're they're going to be more. They're going to be darker than they were with that's, the kids. That's a good point because they got really dark in that first movie. Darker than the original for sure. Darker than the original, but even then, it was only that first moment with Georgie. But then after that, like it felt like they were relatively safe. See, that's what I'm saying though. I want this new movie. It's got to top it. It's got to do something, at least, even if it's just one moment. I, I, if I leave it to thinking that the scene with Georgie and Pennywise in that first movie was still the most intense scene of the series, I think that's a failure. So I'm really hoping they deliver at least on something that ups the ante. Don't they all survive in the, in the book, except for the nerdy kid with the inhaler? I don't know. I think he I was the only read, one that does. I read the book. Oh, I'm about, I don't read the book either. I mean the movie, really. I didn't see the movie. <laughs> you didn't even see the movie? No. Not what? The, the original, no. I've, saw, I've seen scenes. Remember when... Um, spoilers for the old movie, whatever. But remember that scene where... Um, so I've seen clips of it. The kid with the inhaler in the, fir- in the first It. He sprays Pennywise in the face with it. Like, this is battery acid. And he sprays him. He's like, oh, my face. With the power of imagination? No. You remember that? No. I th- did he not do that in the new movie? I don't remember. He does it in the original movie, and I think he does it in a new one. Because I remember there being a scene of Bill Skarsgård, Pennywise, going like, ah, my face! And then they beat the shit out of him with the, the crowbar. Remember that scene? I remember that. Maybe they didn't do it in the new one then. Hmm. I was only going to say that because that's how that kid dies in the old movies. As an adult, he tries doing it again. But because, I guess because he's not a kid anymore and he's not the power of imagination, it doesn't work and he just gets killed. And it's like, he's, I think he's the only one that dies. So I'm, I actually would rather a bigger body count in this new movie too. That'd be dope. Okay, no more faces for me. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy faces. But uh, something that I'm not that excited about, let's talk about The Flash. Wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't even finish season five. So <laughs> you didn't see the last episodes? No, I stopped watching. Oh, that's right. You did kind of give up. I was like carrying those reviews. You fucking suck. <laughs> uh, you didn't get anything from this trailer at least? I thought the, the fact that it's Zeresh from Heroes is pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Soila. <laughs> so what? 
<laughs> he's gonna do cocaine or whatever. And, and it's just, and it's, you know, I think about it. It's funny. Oh no, I'm never mind. I'm combining characters. I thought the rush was the character in Heroes that had the white eyes, but that's the painter. No, that's the painter. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. That's Isaac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Rush has the blood eyes now. Because it's blood work, but neither of us even know who blood work is from yeah, the I don't comics. Know who that is. I don't. Does <laughs> he's like I've got a really bad blood hemorrhaging problem where if I get cut I bleed a lot. Is that a power or a weakness? It's both. <laughs> well, my power is I need to take your blood work. <laughs> That's a power. What? I'm compelled to take your blood work. I'm compelled to take your blood work. Every, you time know I see, a- every time I see you, I need to, I need to take your blood. Did you know you're A positive? Yeah, you told me last time. <laughs> um, I guess because I don't know. I like the trailer. He's just narrating, and basically, his, his I guess his his goal is to eliminate death. That I'm like, but are you a villain? Then? <laughs> is that a setup for Red Death? I doubt it. Well, they did they did tease him last last season. They mentioned it. Did they? Yeah, there's this. Oh, I forgot exactly what the scene was now, but it was a thing where it was like, oh yeah, it's like one of those future things where it's like, oh yeah, in the past, there hasn't been a worse enemy for the Flash since the Red Death. Like you know what I'm saying? One of those things. And the Flash has 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 had a history of setting up its villains for future seasons with like a one off reference. Like Tracer was that? Yeah, they have. But then also they talked about bringing back like uh, what was his name? The magic guy, and they never did. They never brought him back. I didn't like that casting. But I like the character. I like the character, yeah. Because he was like a science magic guy, right? Yeah, it was sci- like it wasn't really magic. Yeah, it was just so the science was just so advanced that it was just it, it seemed like magic. I know you hate that. <laughs> yeah, stupid. Because uh, I'm like at that point, because he was basically doing whatever he wanted. And it's like, oh, science, science, science. It's like, science, no. science, science, science. I don't give a fuck how advanced your Praise science is. Science. There's no way. There's no way certain things like that can be happening. Um, but yeah, I dug the trailer. I even like the Arrow trailer. That shit got me emotional. It was all flashbacks. Like, who cares? I know but that's what got me emotional. I like the same reason why I got excited for the end of Game of Thrones when they, they do like all the references back to passive events and seeing how everything strung together. I like. I think the beginning and the end of the story of stories are the best part of stories. They usually live the leave the most impact too. So I think this being the final season of Arrow, you better watch the final season of Arrow. God damn it! Maybe you gotta. <laughs> This, this is closure. The journey's finally coming to an end. I didn't even finish the last season. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> Just skip it. You're good. But, uh... Speak- I might fall asleep. <laughs> I got mad coffee. I'm still falling asleep. I'm like, well, we didn't watch it, so, yeah. Speaking of skipping, let's skip the Black Lightning trailer. <laughs> oh, so sad. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's it for trailers, so... Whatever. I mean, there's, there's more trailers, but like like Snowpiercer or the Star Trek Picard uh, thing that dropped. But it's like, who cares? Neither one of us are Star Trek fans. I haven't seen the Snowpiercer movie, even though I own it on Blu-ray. Of course. <laughs> add it to the list. Yeah, add it to the list. I have. I liked it. It was one of those like first roles after Captain America did. Uh, I mean, Captain America did. The Steve. Wow. Like Chris Evans, clearly this is why he did that movie. Because he was like, I can't be known as the Steve Rogers Captain America guy my whole life. I gotta do other things. For the very reason I just exemplified, <laughs> Chris Evans did Snowpiercer after the first Captain America. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I can see him do other shit. He's not 
Kind of, yeah, but he did. He, he did. I know he shit did, before. but I never really cared. Like you know, what I mean, he did other shit that was always just like, eh. Even that other movie he's in, he's in recently or going to be in. That uh, Who Done It? You seen the trailer for that? Where who, Chris Evans just starts cursing like a crazy sailor. I was like, Who Done It? What is that? It's a. It's it's got it's got so many celebrities in it. It's like a dinner theater, like a a dinner murder mystery theater kind of thing, but like a live action version of it. Oh yeah, I don't know. Oh, never mind. Chris Evans plays an asshole in it. Basically, I think Chris Evans plays a great, a better asshole than he does a uh, straight laced guy, which is so amazing how I he did say, but Captain he's America. Captain America. Yeah, I know, but I didn't expect that when I first saw him as Captain America because he's he's always been like the asshole. Human Torch. That movie where he, he played that trick on that girl. I forgot what it's called. What? That movie where he was the asshole that was trying to get the nerdy girl to look cool or whatever for a dance. Oh, you talking about Not Another Teen movie? Yes. Where he had the banana up his ass? Yes. I didn't see that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I just looked at the pictures of Chris Evans naked. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Finally, we've been following it after all this time, and you already said it, but yeah, Avengers Endgame has finally surpassed Avatar's global box office, becoming the biggest film of all time. Deserved it. Fuck Avatar. So, what is it? Uh, Avatar... Made two point seven eight nine billion, and Avengers just passed that with two point seven eight nine point two mm. billion. So yeah, any coincidence? There's no way. There's no way. Well, it's. It's a coincidence in the sense that they just kept it in theaters. Just keep, just keep it in theaters. Just keep it in theaters. <laughs> no, I think they were misrepresenting their numbers. They were like, no, no, no. Let's let's hold off on the real numbers until we pass the fucking right here or something. <laughs> Does it make any sense? <laughs> but yeah, well, with that said, something else that's uh, exceeding expectations and numbers. So Lion King just opened this weekend, Too and it's not. already broken. Of course it did. The hundred million dollar record, or not record, but it's all it already broke over a hundred million dollars for opening weekend. So, opening weekend is made a hundred and eighty seven million dollars domestically, huh? Huh, mm, mm. predictable. And worldwide, it's all that nostalgia drugs, and worldwide, it's already at 531 million dollars. So, it's already a half a billion. God damn, and it just came out. It's the power of the king, man. Just can't wait to be king. <laughs> uh, and so, also, uh, Spider-Man, is, so with that, Spider-Man has dropped to number two. It made $21 million, bringing its domestic total to $319 million. Toy Story 4 is number three. Crawl is number four. It brought in uh, $6 million this weekend, but its domestic total is $23 million. But let me actually look up what its budget is. Hmm. Uh, 
budget thirteen point five million dollars. So as of right now, it's made about ten million dollars more than his budget. So I guess that's good. Mm. It should be making more. It really should. It deserves so much more. Deserves way much more. Way much more. Way much more. <laughs> I good English talk. But yeah, speaking of uh, good English talking and making way much more, <laughs> it's something that I'm excited about. So Marvel decided to show up and remind everybody that it has the biggest dick in town at Hall H, because Comic-Con was this weekend. Yeah. And they basically released their entire slate for Phase 4. Mm. Which they haven't come up with a name of what Phase 4 is going to be called, but basically, Phase 4 of films is going to consist of WandaVision. I like how when they announced it, they, they interwove not only just the TV series, but also the movies. Yeah. So more, unlike like say something like the Netflix shows or Agents of Shield, the Disney Plus shows are gonna integrate into the movies way more than those shows. Those, sh- I feel like they basically just confirm that those shows aren't canon. They're not because you think about Mahershala. Yeah, you yeah. think about Mahershala Ali's Cottonmouth, but now he's Blade. That's fucked up. Or Alfred Woodard was in Iron Man. What was it? Iron Man three or Iron Man two or Avengers? It was one of those Iron movies. Iron three, I think. As like a as a grieving mother, yeah. But then she also showed up as Mariah Black Mariah in Luke Cage. So it's like clearly they're not. So if you ever wondering if you wasted all your time watching those shows, or like get Gabriel <laughs> Luna was Ghost Rider in Agents of Shield, but then they're saying he's getting his own show, but he's not. But everything that happened in Agents of Shield doesn't connect. Yeah. There so you it's go. like, okay, <laughs> Ryan's kind of on the wall there, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, so Wandavision, Hawkeye. Uh, the Disney's uh, Disney Plus What If series, which is awesome, where Jeffrey Wright is playing the Watcher. That's awesome. Uh, Loki, which can confirm to take place. Uh, he it's the same Loki from uh, uh, Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Yeah, that escaped. Uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Thor: Love and Thunder, which is a weird title. Really weird title. Uh, the Eternals, Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse of Madness. Another weird title. Yeah. But I like it. And that's why when I saw these announcements, I was like, this can't be real. It sounds so fake. But yeah, I like it. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So Mandarin? Yeah. Mm. And uh, the first movie that's coming out in May of next year, Black Widow. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. And it does really feel like all, all different Marvels. Like that, that lineup is so weird. But then there's those unconfirmed, not unconfirmed, but those uh, unannounced things are still in development, like Black Panther 2. Yeah, but I believe all of those are probably coming in Phase 5. What Kevin Feige basically said is everything that was announced is Phase 4. But how many movies are that? How many movies is that? Because Phase 1 was how many movies? 5? 6? Iron Man, Man, Iron Man Man 2, Captain Captain America, America, Thor, Thor, Hulk, Hulk, Avengers. Avengers. And no, no. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, and so six phase. The phase is always end in an Avengers movie, with the exception of this next phase. That's not true. Phase two and three didn't end with an Avengers movie. Age of Ultron. No, the last phase two ended with Ant Man. It was Age of Ultron, then Ant Man. Ant Man was in phase two. Oh, 
it's weird. <laughs> That's why Phase Three was kind of the same thing. Like you, Avengers Buck movie, <laughs> Avengers Buck movie. Yeah, well, uh, but yeah. Uh, so Black Widow is slated for May first, twenty twenty. Eternals is November sixth, twenty twenty. So that's two movies next year. Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings is February 2021. So that took the Black Panther spot. Diversity. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is May 7th, 2021. And then Thor Love and Thunder comes out November 5th, 2021. So three movies in 2021. Plus the Disney Plus stuff. So was that five or six? So Eternals, Shang-Chi, Black Widow... Who, who's calling me? Decline. Black Widow, Eternal, Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, and Thor. That's five. five. Plus the Disney Plus stuff. So I guess that counts as six, seven, eight, whatever. So there's not going to be an Avengers movie at all in this it's phase? Not, he, Kevin Feige said there's no Avengers movie in phase four. But That kind of makes sense. We'll uh, give but, him a break. But also the weird thing about that is last we saw Thor was going away with the Guardians. But Thor is coming out before Guardians 3. So then it makes me wonder what happened. Like, are they going to pull a thing where maybe Gar- Thor takes place after the Guardians? Or it takes place during the Guardians and Thor is not really in the movie because going with wait, that. Wait, wait, but I thought, is, is Thor Love and Thunder even about Thor? That's, I would, let me finish. Because yeah. I was going to say, because going with that, they also confirmed in uh, that Thor Love and Thunder is, well, actually, no. To answer your question real quick before I even say that, Thor Love and Thunder is going to have Chris Hemsworth in it. So I don't know if it's going to be about Thor, Chris Hemsworth, but he's in it. So mm. I don't know. Yeah, that raises but questions. with that, they also confirmed that Natalie Portman is coming back to the Thor franchise. It's also going to be directed by Taika Waititi. I don't know if I said that before, but Taika Waititi is coming back to direct Thor and it's going to mostly focus on Valkyrie, who's the queen of Asgard or the king of Asgard. That is so weird. And with that, they also confirmed that Valkyrie is going to be the official, official, official tissue, confirmed first LGBT character in the MCU because Kevin Feige came out and was like, Valkyrie is the king of Asgard and the king, the king needs her queen. So there's going to be a love story angle with Valkyrie finding a woman to be her queen. And with that, Natalie Portman has also been confirmed to come back and she's going to play Jane Foster Thor. Seems she's so welding Mjolnir. But why? Exactly. Like, like I like the concept of female Thor in the comics, but if you're going to do that and give MCU, it to Valkyrie, I was going to say that, like, why not Valkyrie? Like it, why bring Natalie Portman back? And also fuck Natalie Especially Portman. As much as she's yeah, talked. She's complained about the MCU. Yeah. She wouldn't even really show back up for Endgame. Yeah, she didn't show back up for Endgame. So what the fuck is this? She says, oh, I can be important? I want to be in it. Oh, I get to wear the hammer? Oh, yeah, of course I'll come back. It's like, yeah. no. Like, out of nowhere. I don't understand. What- it's like, and it's, and it's not even that I don't want them to do Lady Thor or, you know, Jane Foster. It's like, no, give it to Valkyrie. Yeah, like, it seems like shoot. Because the plot you explained with Valkyrie makes sense and at the same time you passed the torch you gave her you gave her the mantle more or less like she's already king yeah you're already you're already ruler of asgard thor already trusts you yeah so it makes sense that you're now worthy to rule to wield the hammer and this is the, the argument that i come across where i say this is exactly why it's not always feasible and it doesn't always make sense to be comic accurate yeah exactly 
Like in this world, because comic accurate doesn't always work. In this world, it doesn't make sense for Jane Foster to come back to be Thor out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah, they had already. The last time we even heard about Natalie Portman's character, they broke up back with Ragnarok as like an offhanded joke. Not even in Ragnarok, and didn't they talk about it in Doctor Strange? No, that was Ragnarok. Oh, remember they were on the. It was right before they met Doctor Strange. Oh, they were okay. on the street, and it was like, hey, we broke up. And then, uh, wait, wait, was it? Yeah, yeah, he just mentioned it like off the cuff. But now she's back and she's Thor. What? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. To me, like, it works. you could do Riri, but I feel like Shuri kind of fills that role right now. Yeah, like, like it works in the comics because Jane Foster has a long storied history with Thor and in that world. Yeah. And so, yeah, make her worthy of the hammer or whatever. She's Thor. Okay, fine. It makes sense. She has again. She has a big connection to Thor in the mm-hmm. comics, but in this world, and it's also, like the reasoning was she had cancer and stuff. There was a lot of things. Going well, that on wasn't her. the reason she was worthy. Well, but no, but like, that, there was a lot of things going on in her character that like kind of made like that story more interesting. Yeah. But now, what's the story? Unless, unless they're gonna go dark. With I mean, it, they can still. Like, they can still. They can, Whoa. They, yeah, they can say she still has cancer, but it, at the same time, it's still like who cares? Again, give it to Valkyrie. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so. Basically, what I'm getting from the storyline is the main focus is going to be Jane Foster as Thor and Valkyrie's character as the Queen of Asgard. And Chris Hemsworth is going to play a role. But what that role is going to be, I don't know. So it's a Thor movie where Thor's not the main character. Well, Jane Foster's Thor. For some reason. Like, see, see, if it was Thor, that's another reason. Like, I feel and like, again, I, like, I don't know what the story is. No, I don't no, know. No, but you could sell me, I think you could sell me easier on this is a... Thor movie about Valkyrie becoming Thor and Thor's her, her like secondary character and like they're like a buddy cop kind of thing. Cause like I, and this is why I brought it up because I'm like, last we saw Thor, he was with the Guardians, yeah. but this movie's coming out before that. So unless they do a thing where uh, maybe he's been adventuring and then he, he's home visiting for like a weekend or or, something. Uh, yeah. or unless they do a thing where this movie takes place after Guardians of the Galaxy, even though it comes out first. That's confusing though. I mean, they've done it before. But not to any significant... Like, like Guardians that. of the Galaxy 2 literally takes place right after Guardians of the Galaxy 1, but it came out like three years later. Yeah, but that doesn't have any bearing on the rest of the movies. Like, it doesn't matter when Guardians... I know Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in the timeline came out earlier than it did, or happened earlier than it did. Because when you see them in Infinity War... Like Groot's fully grown, and they've been like a family for years at that point. Or like Spider-Man came out right after... Avengers, even though it came out way after, it came out like right after the first, it took place after the first Avengers, even though it came out like way after. Oh, shit. Whoa. Wait, Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah, because you saw the uh, moment where, uh, you mean Civil granted War. They, did a, they did a time skip, but no, 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 Spider-Man Homecoming, where uh, Vulture worked on the crew that cleaned up. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, in the flashback in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, but see, that was, that was just like for that one scene, too. So I'm saying they could probably do the same thing with, uh, maybe yeah, I could I see that. Like, oh yeah, I was with the Guardians, but that's another story. Whatever, I don't know. Hmm. Or I left, and then we find out what happened, or whatever. Or this takes place before. I don't know. I just know it comes out before Guardians three. But last we saw him, he was with the Guardians. So okay, well, my two cents on that is I just I I agree with you. I wish Valkyrie would end up being Thor. Just because I feel like it simplifies things too. But whatever. But. She's gay, yay. So what the other the other announcements like fucking Blade? Is that a miniseries or or is that like a 
Is that a series or is that a movie? Shut the fuck up. This is my news. Oh, I don't know. You're I'm done. not on Blade yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but also with that, they uh, announced that uh, Doctor Strange and the in the Multiverse of Madness. Another weird title. Yeah. That uh, is going to have, uh, it's going to be actually uh, Marvel's first horror movie. That's what they say. But it also makes me go. Take so that, New Mutants. <laughs> is it going to be rated R? Probably not. No, but a horror movie doesn't have to be. No, it doesn't have to be, but still. Oh, wait. Yeah. He says it's going to be PG-13 and you're going to like it. (laughs) I mean, is he threatening me? (laughs) You're going to like it. You're going to like it. (laughs) I mean, how do you feel about being a horror movie? I mean, Doctor Strange lends itself to that. Like, especially if the villain is Nightmare. Mm. Yeah, facts. I'm so, down for it, especially with like they they've proven now that they can do trippy ass sequences like with Doctor Strange and Mysterio. Like imagine that kind of mind fuck with Nightmare. But also with that, they also confirmed that uh, it's not just going to be a Doctor Strange movie. Scarlet Witch is going to be the co lead. Good, she which, should be. Yeah, she should be. <laughs> which, which I'm down for. Yeah, keep these characters together. We like team ups. Team up. Which I, I do hope going forward, like, that's what the MCU is going to be. Instead of, like, solo a solo Hulk movie, he's going to be in this movie or whatever. Yeah, I think that makes more sense. Like, it, you get that awesome fan fan reaction of, like, oh, team-ups, yes! But Without also, it being, but, like, a full Avengers movie. You get a yeah. Scarlet Witch-centric... Can, that's, that's what the thing that... Pair up all the uninteresting characters with interesting ones. But yeah, but that's the thing that endeared a lot of people to Black Widow because because she was in, well, not even just that, but I was going to say because she was in Winter Soldier. Oh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why people when people look at Hawkeye, they're like, Hawkeye, who gives a fuck about Hawkeye? It's because for the most part, he's only been in Avengers movies. Like, yeah, he was in he the first- He should have been Thor. Like, yeah, he was in the first Thor movie. Yeah. For a second. <laughs> but that was only for a second. But you got, people like Black Widow because she was in Iron Man and she was in- Winter Soldier. So, if if Hawkeye was in other movies, maybe people would have liked him more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so agree. it's the same. So so it's the same with Wanda. Like now she gets to be she gets more focused than being surrounded with the whole cast of Avengers. Yeah. Which even in Avengers, really, is Captain America and Iron Man. Mm. But uh, also with that, they said that uh, the Wanda, the Wanda Vision show. Worst t- these titles are terrible. I don't think about it, just in general. Yeah, these titles are terrible. Bad titles. Like, what's going on, Marvel? In the multiverse of madness or whatever. Yeah, but, what the fuck? But yeah, WandaVision, which they still haven't really described. Like, how, well, how does Vision come back? Or what is the show even fucking about? That's yeah. Oh, wow. Good. Good point. But uh, they confirmed that WandaVision is going to directly tie into Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. So whatever happens oh. in Wanda, so whatever happens in WandaVision is the basically the kicking off point of the Doctor Strange storyline. Oh, the kicking off point. Yeah. Hmm. And then they also uh, explain and uh, that WandaVision is going to explain why she's called the Scarlet Witch. But I'm like, because she's a witch and she wears red. Has <laughs> she been called Scarlet Witch in the universe? She yet? hasn't been called Scarlet Witch in the universe, but I guess this that's so the, funny. This would be the confirmation of her being why she's called the Scarlet War, why she's Scarlet Witch. It's funny how they can get away with that. Just by like, that's just proof that if you have strong character development and like, you know, strong stories, you don't really care about the nitty gritty of, but he didn't call him Hawkeye. I don't think anybody ever I mean, called never, Hawkeye we never, Hawkeye. We never called, we he still, called his daughter Hawkeye. We still haven't called uh, Diana Wonder Woman. 
Yeah. <laughs> Good point, yeah. But uh what was I about this? What was I about to say? That's probably all these hokey names. In the comics, you'd be like, and for henceforth, I will be known as Wonder Woman. But in the real world, like, how do you get to that name? <laughs> I wonder how this woman has all those powers. She's a Wonder Woman. <laughs> wow. But, uh, oh, what was I going to say? But, yeah, also with that, uh, <laughs> Kevin Feige basically confirmed that they are definitely working on bringing the Fantastic Four into the universe. And it's just an asshole way he did it too. It's like we don't even have time to talk about things like the X Men. We don't even have time to talk about the Fantastic Four. <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Fuck you, talk about it." But yeah, so somebody asked him like how they're gonna do it, and he's like, "Well, all of that will be spoilers, but I'm extremely excited about those characters and about bringing Marvel's first family up." to some sort of platform and level that they deserve. Mm. And he also kind of says the same thing with X-Men. Like, instead of talking about... He didn't say X-Men. He said the mutants. Yeah, the mutants. And so somebody asked him, well, is that going to be what you're going to call the X-Men going forward? And he was like, well, X-Men and mutants, they're both interchangeable. That's just the word that I used. But just know that whatever we do with the X-Men going forward, it's going to be unlike anything that you've ever seen before. And it's like, well, duh. (laughs) Oh, see, he's, got, very, he's very politicky in his yeah, answers. Yeah, he's very coy. Uh, I was excited, but then I also got worried. I'm like, I hope that wasn't like a strategic choice to not use the phrase X-Men. I remember there was a whole... I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, That's what I'm afraid of. I'm like, don't, don't do it with X-People, please. Just call it the X-Men. <laughs> like, guys, well, I remember I PC is too far. They, they, they may look into calling it X-Factor or X-Force. I'm more okay with X-Factor or X-Force. But it's still like, but when you know it's for the political bullshit reasons, it's like, oh my god, come on! Like you can't handle becoming calling, calling a fictional maybe, team the X Men. Maybe that person said it, but even, but Kevin Feige might be like, well, we want to separate ourselves from the the, the Fox, Fox. X Men movie. So if we call it, maybe if we call it something else, they'll know it's not that. No, you know what? Making you know it's not that when it says Marvel Studios presents. <laughs> x-men like you know what i mean i think people aren't gonna have any like oh i wonder if it's the same people like no they're people are gonna know but but also well, i mean you get the people that don't follow movie news or into girk geek culture girk girk <laughs> into geek culture as much as we are so they don't know like fox studio like even my brother to this day was like where's why isn't iron man in these movies like because it's not the same thing what do you mean it's not the same thing it says, <laughs> why is it iron it says, man it it says like- marvel it's marvel it's the marvel universe marvel what you mean it's not the same thing it's like no, but that's Fox. Yeah, but I still it's feel Sony. Like, it's I still feel like it's just that's just a bullshit excuse. <laughs> if you show the original X Men, you got Angel, Cyclops, Jean Grey, or however you want to do it, but you you can make it look visually distinct enough so people are like, oh, this looks like it's a new thing, or like the MCU thing and in the trailers sprinkling an MCU character, like you know what I mean, like the the Nick Fury moment or whatever like just something and be like oh shit it's the x-men with spider-man holy fuck that would be an awesome way to introduce the x-men with like a side spider-man story like in that spider-man x-men crossover i mean i feel like if they were smart and not that they are smart because clearly they are marvel is the biggest franchise ever they even eclipsed star wars and harry potter and all the franchises granted Part of that is also because they had way more movies yeah. than all these other franchises. But 
I feel like the best way to introduce X-Men before you actually do an X-Men movie is like, say, have Storm show up in Black Panther. Oh, yeah. Maybe Kitty Pride is a, is a classmate of Peter Parker mm, or yeah. something like that. Yes. That's kind of what happened in Ultimate Comics with Kitty Pride and Spider-Man. They, or they, like, they dated for a little bit. Have like... Also, Kitty Pride is so OP in the Ultimate Universe. Oh. Or have like... I don't know... You're doing a Hawkeye movie, like he fights Omega Red or some shit. <laughs> Random. <laughs> Grant, I, I will say that will probably work better with a uh, with Black Widow because she's Russian and so is he. But we already know the villain is Taskmaster, so. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I thought you were about to say something. Oh no, I nothing. <laughs> but also with that, they did confirm that uh, what you mentioned, like Black Panther two, Captain Marvel two, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume three, all of those are not coming until Phase five. But you know something else they that is not coming till phase five, but they did announce already. What? Mahershala Ali has been cast as Cottonmouth. <laughs> but no, he's been cast as Blade. And I don't know if it's a movie or a TV series. So they haven't said yet? They haven't said. Hmm. But more than likely, it's a movie. I hope it's a movie. I think it's a movie. It could be a show. But then it brings up the question but. of... Because the original movie, which was also Marvel Studios, that was Marvel Studios' first movie before Iron Man. That's what gave them the money to do Iron Man. Mm. It was rated R. So it better be a rated R movie. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I ain't trying to see Blade kill vampires like, and it's all clean and shit. Are they gonna backtrack? Because now, when they did Blade, they didn't have this established universe, and they never. Marvel has never really said that they're gonna do. Rated R movies. Like, yeah, they mentioned Deadpool was going to stay rated R, but they didn't say if it was going to be like... Because even Deadpool wasn't on this. When Blade stabs vampires in the heart, they disintegrate? They disintegrate. So it's not that's not so blood. it's not bloody, yeah. The, the rated R comes from him like... All that blood yeah. and shit. Well, not even blood, because you don't the really see the blood. blood. The, the first movie opened with a rain of blood. <laughs> or, like, or, or like, motherfucker, like, you know, these motherfuckers always want to skate uphill or something. That's that what fucking made, dumb shit. Yeah, that's what, made, that's what made it rated R. <laughs> motherfuckers always trying to skate uphill. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> so that's what made Blade rated R, but like, you can get away with like, stabbing vampires and them disintegrating and shit like that. Yeah. And I mean, the one, the I, one f bomb. Would you, so what do you want? You want it to be rated R? I want it to still be. I want it to be rated R. Like I want. I would like to. I want to see Blade and uh, like Deadpool, whatever combined. Oh, that'd be awesome. But then at the same time, it makes me go. But if they make it rated R, but then does that limit it to say, well, you can't, you'll never see Blade interact with like these non-rated R heroes? I don't like that either. I don't like that either. I could get by but with the, a non-R rated, but I would prefer it to be R rated. But then at the same time, I'm also like, well, fucking Sony, because then you got. If you take Blade, you got Blade, then you're like, well, then you'll never get to see him interact with like Michael Morbius, who's like a character that would work in oh, the Blade yeah. universe. He's a vampire. He's a vampire. Oh, fuck. And then it's like, then how does that work? Because you got Michael Morbius. They're doing a Michael Morbius movie. He's, who is he going to fight? Like, who's he going to come across? Like, these Man are all Bat. Blade characters. Man Bat. Isn't that a Blade character? I don't know. Because I'm, no, like, I'm like, I think it's a Batman character. Who, I'm like, who does Sony own and who does he not? Because it's like, you got Morbius, yeah, but then what about the other vampires? Does Marvel own those? Mm. Is he going to fight Dracula? <laughs> but no, Marvel has Dracula because Dracula was in the MCU movie or the, the original Spider-Man, I mean, Blade movie. Yeah, but it was like, it's in the MCU movie? When? <laughs> he was in the other Blade but Dracula movie. is in the Marvel Universe, so. That's what I'm saying. So is, is Morbius going to fight Dracula? Who's Morbius gonna fight? <laughs> who who cares? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Who's gonna be terrible? 
But also with that, you got to see uh, Sam Wilson or uh, Anthony Mackie show up on stage with the shield. Captain America shield. My concern is the show is called The Falcon. And he also said he uh, got to try on his Captain America Falcon suit. So maybe at some point... Maybe in the so big, is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier about him as Captain America Falcon? Is, they I, think, call it the I, Falcon? Think, I think they said it's about him becoming Captain America. So probably by the end of... So probably by, like the show starts and he's still Falcon. But um, maybe by the end of it, he's worthy to... Okay. Okay, I like that though. Like a daredevil. You didn't see him in the suit until the end of the season. Yeah. Okay. So it might be that. And with I that, just didn't want any prequel bullshit. <laughs> and with that, they also confirmed that Daniel Brühl as Zemo will wear the iconic mask and all that other stuff i'm down with that i think it's all he needed to be a of, but i'm also just like but we haven't really seen him like fight or anything like, like i don't think he's that type of villain though but i guess the comic book version did fight that's what i'm saying but if he's the comic book version and he's wearing the mask i'm like is he gonna be that much of a threat to falcon and especially because especially uh winter soldier because winter falcon is not a super soldier yeah. which also kind of makes it weird though for him to be captain america but he does some Captain America level shit though when he be doing like the leg scissor locks with the wings and the wings come out and they fucking flick somebody across the fucking room like some crazy maneuvers yeah but that's different than like throwing the shield and catching it and like all that other stuff yeah he's gotta train they better make some jokes about him training with that shield and be like how the fuck does Cap do this <laughs> so I mean because com- right now Bucky's better with the shield than he is in some ways it makes sense in the comics because comics everybody's a fucking whether you are or not like actually get an injection everybody's a fucking super soldier in comics yeah. Batman's not a, it's supposed to be a normal human being but he's a fucking super soldier some of the shit that he does in the comics yeah. it's like doesn't get the fuck out of here not even Olympic Gold medalists could do this shit. But ideally, he like if Falcon masters the shield, he could do some pretty cool maneuvers in the air with that shit. Yeah. Did you ever read the Captain America Falcon comics? There were some instances where he did some cool shield shit in that. Like he was like flying, he would throw the shield and ricochet across planes and he'd catch it and do other cool shit with it. So maybe. To me though, it's even more like, how the fuck are you getting that shield back? You are flying in the air at mock speeds. Like, how do you know well, how the shield's gonna fly in a certain angle so you can catch it? Like, bullshit. Trajectory. Yeah, oh, okay. All right, science, got you. Yeah, science. <laughs> science, science, science. And uh, also with that, somebody else that they confirmed, uh, they confirmed who's playing their uh, Shang-Chi. And it's gonna be an actor named Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Scar- yeah, Scarlett Johansson, because she can play whatever she wants. <laughs> Animal tree, Asian man, anything. <laughs> but uh, it's gonna be an actor named Simi Lu. And funny enough, a couple years ago in 2014, he tweeted Marvel saying, "Good job with Captain America," and I believe Thor. I think he said. But what about an Asian American actor? This was in 2014. And it's like, well, I guess dreams do come true. Wait, who is this? This is what he looks like. He's hot too. I'd suck. I'd suck that Asian chi. So it's a guy we've never seen before. I'd suck that chi. Oh my god, racist! <laughs> His name is Shang Chi. It's not racist. Oh, yeah, I've never seen him before. He's in something, but I've never watched it. Hmm. But yeah, that's him. So he's Shang Chi. Hmm. And then some other guys played. They they fig- they they said who uh, is playing the Mandarin. His name is like... How are they going to retcon that? He's the real Mandarin. They're going with the Return of the King thing? Or is it like, oh, you thought I was the Mandarin, but nope, there's another bigger Mandarin. Mandarin is so big, I don't know why. Adrian had me pretend to be a person that exists, but whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Let me see. Because they talked about the Mandarin. And uh, 
It says the ten rings have been in the MCU. Wait, and is the Mandarin gonna be Asian? Yeah, the actor is Asian. He's gonna be uh So it's not gonna make it the cheesy Fu Manchu stereotype, or are they just saying fuck it and just going with it? Cause that was like a big thing when uh Iron Man three was coming out. And like, oh man, they're gonna make a depiction of racist Asian. Make it Ben Kingsley, so it's not racist. Hold on, I'm about to show you the actor right now. Let me. Does he have Fu Manchu? His name is Tony something. And Aquafina is also going to be in the movie. <laughs> Aquafina is like the add-on to everything now, isn't yeah, she? <laughs> and also Aquafina is in this. <laughs> Where is this? It's, it's Tony something. The tiger? They're great. <laughs> These ten rings are great. Yeah, it's so weird they're going to retcon it and be like, no, 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 no. For all 10 people that saw that Return of the King short, <laughs> you all knew the Mandarin yeah, wasn't really Ben Kingsley. Tony, Tony Luong. He looks younger than the other guy. Well, maybe they're going to put some makeup on him. <laughs> yeah, well, he looks like, he looks he looks more like the main character than the other guy. Reverse it. and He's the villain. The other guy's Fu Manchu now. <laughs> But yeah, he's well. It's not Fu Manchu. Fu Manchu is somebody else. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Racism. <laughs> but yeah, but basically, uh, the way they're gonna do it is, uh, it says uh, the Ten Rings have been in the MCU from the very beginning. There is a real Mandarin, and he is quite upset with the imposter in Iron Man Three. <laughs> I like that actually. <laughs> and uh, oh, you are so racist. <laughs> this honor on you. Dishonor on your family. Dishonor on your cow. You're racist. <laughs> and basically, the uh, legend of the Ten Rings is going to be like his gang organization or whatever. Yeah, the, the same group from Iron Man, right? Because that terrorist cell guy had Ten Rings. Uh, oh, never mind. And ten Rings, a.k.a. full hand bling. But, uh, yeah, that's, I think that's, I'm trying to see if they say something, if they say anything else about Mandarin and the Ten Rings. Does it talk about Fu Manchu at all? No. I don't care. <laughs> the Fu Manchu is the cornerstone to the Mandarin's character. Racism. Uh, is, am I racist for, for wanting comic accuracy, Michael? <laughs> yes. Okay, here it is. I was like, I read something about the, the thing, but I can't find it. But here it is. Wait. Here it is. Wait a second. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you, okay, you ready? Because I'm not. Wait, <laughs> wait. Oh, no. This is a theory that somebody said. Oh. But it says, in the case of the Mandarin, it's important to remember that the villain and his Ten Rings terrorist group first made their presence felt in Iron Man, working with Obadiah Stane to force Tony Stark to give them the leading edge in modern tech arms race. Having failed in that task and having their name and image abused by Aldrich Killen and AIM during Iron Man 3, Ten Rings has had all the time and reason in the world to prepare for a world without Iron Man and to use Tony Stark's absence to establish themselves as the most powerful evil organization now operating in the MCU. Rest in peace, Hydra. By the time of the next, by the time of the next big MCU crossover event, the Mandarin and the Ten Rings could be pulling the strings at the center of the conflict, finally, finally stepping out of the shadows to take on a new crop of MCU heroes. Sweet. So I would like that, yeah. That'd be cute. 
But uh, what else? Also, with that, they uh, fully revealed their Eternals cast. So Angelina Jolie stepped on stage. Um, what's his face from you? Oh, you didn't see uh, but I was gonna say you didn't see Rocket Man, but uh, uh, Rob Stark, he's he got cast in uh the Eternals. He's playing Icarus. I know you don't know who that is, but he's, yeah, well, no. but he's in the cat. But they basically confirmed the entire Eternals cast. Uh, oh, okay, cool. Brian Tyree Henry, who's uh from Atlanta. The uh the the friend, Donald Glover's friend. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Paper boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 one of the Eternals. Paper boy. Uh, Kamari, whatever his name is, the guy, the voice of uh, Paw- Pawnee. He's one of the Eternals. <laughs> okay, Kamal Kunjani or whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I don't care. Just because oh, I mean, it's not that serious. It's not that I don't care. Racism. I just don't know any of these people really. I don't know anything about the Eternals. So this is really my Guardians of the Galaxy. Where like I'm just like, I don't know they're what... Than- they're Thanos' siblings. Okay. Racist. Is Thanos in it? No. Okay, well then. <laughs> Why, though? Why isn't he in it? Is it not, it's not I flashback? This, I don't know when this takes place. Uh, like, it might takes place, take place after he's already dead. Even if he's already dead, they should be like, yo, you heard what happened to Thanos? Yeah, yeah just be- they might mention him, but that <laughs> doesn't mean... That's fine, too. But then it also makes me wonder... Where does this movie like? Where does this movie take place, and how is it? Cause, cause the Eternals live on Titan, but according to MCU, Titan has been destroyed. So maybe it's a prequel. So yeah, it has to be a prequel. Yeah. I want to see Babyface Thanos. <laughs> I don't know, but whatever. Uh, Natalie Portman also promised to get jacked for her new Thor movie, but I'm like, I'm still not. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm not a fan of these new female characters in the MCU in terms of like their actresses Natalie Portman and Carol Danvers racism Brie Larson whatever racism <laughs> Brie Larson's an asshole sex, interview sex, sexism she's kind of she's kind of grating but also with that uh, Kevin Feige did say even though we didn't confirm an Avengers m- movie and we didn't announce it he know he already knows who the next Who's gonna be on the next Avengers team? <laughs> and he already knows what the next like big villain and phase is gonna be. Come Contra- on, Doctor Doom. But he said, yeah, it's gonna be a very different team than we've seen before. And so I'm like, uh, the Ultimates, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, uh, Monica Rambeau. Which, funny enough, they also announced that uh, what's her name, Tiana Pace is cast as adult Monica Rambeau and she's making her debut, not in Captain Marvel 2, but she's making her debut in WandaVision, which I find weird. But yeah, adult Monica Rambeau is showing up in WandaVision. Why? What's the connection there? I don't know. <laughs> okay. But they also did, they didn't, I, but I'm assuming, yeah, but they also didn't say whether she has her powers or no, her name is Tiana Paris. She's playing the adult Monica Rambeau in WandaVision. But I finally got my wish. I've been saying I want Monica Rambeau. <laughs> hopefully she becomes Captain Marvel. Yeah, hopefully she, Brie Larson dies and she becomes Captain Marvel. Oh, I wish. <laughs> but yeah, but he said uh, it would be a very different incarnation of the team with some people you've already met and some people you haven't met yet. And he, he said we've, we, we debated on what we should announce today. Should we announce four and five? We planned them out. 
we've got five years down the road. And I was like, eh, I think 11 projects in two years is plenty, having not mentioned anything for the last two or three years. Hmm. So, yeah, Marvel has their plans in a row. Meanwhile, the DCEU is like, cricket, cricket. <laughs> Lol. But uh, let's see. Final Marvel news. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7 is going to be the last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then it's going to end. So the season that we're not watching right now? The season that we're not watching right now is Season 6. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so one more season. You're saying that. We don't even know what the, we don't even know what the season is. We could be like, oh man, I can't believe we missed the season. Well, none of this shit's canon anymore, man. So it's like, who cares? <laughs> Yeah, but you thought that you were gonna see the framework in the MCU, like. But it was still good. Uh, I want I wanted Coulson to show up at the end of Endgame. Like, guess what? I'm not dead. Woo! It's not gonna it's not gonna happen. Well, no, I guess he would be dead by that point anyway. But uh, something else that isn't dead: video games and superhero video games. Mm. So Spider-Man PS4 video game game Jordan has played uh, has surpassed Arkham City, which I'm pretty sure is another game you haven't played. Have you played Arkham City? Yeah, I played all the Arkham games. Mm, I don't believe you. <laughs> Night was disappointing, but uh, it surpassed Arkham City as the best-selling superhero game in the United States. So, congrats to Spider-Man. It deserves it. Yay! I think. Who do you think is more well-known, Spider-Man or Batman? I feel like Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Spider-Man. But uh, also with that, the Russo brothers has com- have confirmed their next project. And it's a popular series called Battle I mean, of the Planets. I mean, it was marshmallows. I need sugar. <laughs> Thank you. It's called Battle of the Planets, which I've never heard of. But... Uh, Battle of the Planets follows five young orphans trained from a young age to form an elite intergalactic team known as the G-Force, swearing to protect Earth and its and its allies from otherworldly invading forces. Sounds like Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does actually. But that's their uh, that's their ne- their next project that they're working on now that they're done with Marvel. G-Force. G-Force. Yay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But. Now, on to some DC news. The little bit of DC. I'm like, there's DC news? <laughs> the, little, the little tiny bit of DC news that came out this weekend. Man, there's still two. Justice League 2. I mean, kind of. Wonder Woman 2. It's going to be another Man of Steel movie. What? But it's not Man of Steel. Oh, God. The Supergirl thing? It's Superman, Man of Tomorrow. Wait, what? Superman, Man of Tomorrow. And it's... Is supposed to be an origin story that takes place basically Superman Year One, but it's animated. I would say, I'm like, I don't understand how it's not a live action thing. No, it's animated. What? So that's the next the next animated movie. Well, no, first Red Sun is gonna come out. Animated. Then, animated. So these are DC movies. These like, are DC uh, DC animated. Movies. Yeah, DC animated movies. Okay. So Superman Man of Tomorrow will be. A, Original story featuring a young Clark Kent still early in his soup career Superman. No further details are released about the film. Hmm. But, I mean, I'm somewhat excited about that because the DC animated movies are pretty good. Yeah, overall. Overall, yeah. But just like, why is there more DC animated news than there is 
Like they didn't even bring the Joker comes out this year. Why didn't you bring the Joker to Comic Con? Is that even part of the DCEU though? No, like, but still, it's DC. I I'm not, still not sure that's not going to be a terrible movie. <laughs> I I think it's going to be good. I hope so. I think yeah, I think it's going to be good, especially because it's not part of the DC. <laughs> it's its own separate thing, so you could do whatever you want. Yeah. But uh, speaking of somebody doing whatever they want, Makad Brooks has announced that. He, Jimmy Olsen? Yeah, Jimmy Olsen. Okay. He will be leaving Supergirl in the first half of this next season. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm sick of not yeah, giving I'm... anything to do. I'm always just in the background. I'm supposed to be fucking Kara, but she doesn't want it because I'm black. It's racist. Yeah, he's, he's leaving out. in order to f- focus and further his feature film career and develop a cable series in which he would star in the lead role. Also, writing a book. Wow. It's like it, the, the throwing out the I'm also writing a book thing just makes it sound like I got a lot going on. I'm really important. I'm really busy. All right. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, the show is beneath me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but, man. All right, black man. Get your money. I ain't mad at you. But also with that, one is, guy. Is Supergirl pants in the news? Have you seen a new costume? I've seen the pants? new costume with the pants. Yeah. I didn't talk about it because I'm like, it's visual. We're like, yeah, but do you like the pants? I mean, it looks like they're trying to recreate the Man of Steel outfit. Yeah. Is that a problem? Do you, like, do you not like pants? I don't care. It's like Supergirl has a new outfit. And I look at it, I'm like, I don't care. Mm. I don't care about the show. Uh, I hate you for saying that because every time you do, I'm reminded of the fact that you were the one that like, well, come on, Jordan, watch Supergirl. Come on. Yeah, back then it was good. No, man. I blame you forever. <laughs> but uh, also with that, Makah Brooks is leaving, but somebody is coming back. Jeremy Jordan is returning. Who? Jer- when? Oh, right. I forgot he left. Yeah, he's returning for season five. Okay. So, but, done with not, his... not, but not for, uh, like, he's not returning as a series regular. He's returning for a small arc. Oh, wow. Okay, never mind. Yeah. It, sa- it says, Wynn's return will reportedly last three episodes. Wow. In and out. We don't want him here. And he's coming back after Crisis of Infinite Earths. Mm. And I'm excited for that. Hopefully, he, him and Monel realize they're in love with each other and go gay for each other and ride off into the sunset. And then Kara has nobody. Yeah, uh, that's, I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of somebody else that's making their return for a season six. Well, I guess, no, it's not season six because uh, Supergirl season five, but for a season six of a show. So, Keenan Lonsdale is coming back to The Flash. As Wally West for season six of The Flash. As Kid Flash. As Wally West. Keaton Lonsdale. Why are you not excited about this news, Jordan? <laughs> You've hurt me too many times, Flash. I'm not falling for this again. I'm not about to be like, oh my god, yeah, Wally West, Kid Flash is back. He ain't gonna do nothing. He's gonna show up just to get his ass kicked so Barry can save him and they end the episode. <laughs> so every yeah, time. He's coming back, but it's not even a series regular. He's coming oh. back from multiple episodes for season six. It's probably just because of the Final Crisis stuff or Infinite Crisis, whatever. I'm not about to fucking be like, oh probably, my god. I'm like, he didn't show up for the last. You know, he ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> he didn't show up for the last event. What, what? Oh, no, no. He was there for the last event. Yeah, he was there. He saved somebody and then got electrocuted. It's yep. <laughs> <laughs> fucking trash. He's the fucking Mr. Terrific of the Flash. He really is. And he shouldn't be. He should be faster than Barry. I don't understand. 
Uh, yeah, he's kind. He's kind. He's coming back. Oh, the homophobia. That's why. That's why he didn't get a good. Part. But his character straight. <laughs> I know his character straight, but I feel like it was the behind the scenes bullshit or something. But also with that, uh, uh, Carlos Valdez is confirmed. Remember this talk about Cisco leaving the Flash? He said, "No, it's not true. I'm not leaving." Oh, even though I mean, you didn't finish the season of the Flash, but they completely set him up to quit. It was over. Like, I'm not even sure if at the end of the season there's a moment where he's like, "I'm gonna stay." He may seem like he wanted to quit being a hero. He made every like move he could to be like, you know what? I don't like being a hero anymore. I don't, I don't like being vibe. I, I, I wouldn't just be Cisco from now on. But yeah, he said he's not leaving. <laughs> there was definitely some kind of like negotiations happening behind the scenes there. Yeah, they probably threw more money at him. Yeah. Or he probably went to audition for stuff and couldn't get anything. It was like, well, I'm going to stay with this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Bullshit. But also with that, uh, we talk about Crisis coming back and Crisis of Infinite Earths. Infinite Earths, that means there's a whole multiverse of things. And so with that, Brandon Ralph has been confirmed to be re- reprising his role as Superman. That's cool. In Crisis on Infinite Earths. But he's not just playing any Superman. He's playing a version of the Kingdom Come Superman. This is what I wanted. I wanted it to be Tom Welling. But still crossed over with the Superman that he played. It's just with Kingdom Come elements in it. So basically an older version of the Superman Returns. Superman, yeah. Which is cool. I mean, that's kind of like a older Christopher Reeve Superman because the same continuity. That's actually really cool when you think about it like that. That means that's the OG Superman. So he's, but he's also still playing Adam. So he's playing both. Yeah. So I, I can't wait for the funny moment where it's like, wait, what? <laughs> Adam is Superman? And even if Adam's character, he'd be like, <gasps> and Tyler Hecklin is still going to, he, so he's, Coming back too. Why? So it's gonna be two Supermen. Why bother? <laughs> but I more than, that, but that, more that, than like, more than likely, though. I feel like they're gonna do a reverse where instead of Supergirl dies in Crisis on Infinite Earths, they're gonna kill Superman. Superman. Whack as fuck. Whack as fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> Super Superman can't be stronger than Supergirl. Nope. I bet you even Brandon Roberts is gonna be like, wow. Your Supergirl is way stronger than us. <laughs> He's like, I know, right? Oh, we're the worst. <laughs> but, uh... Girl power. <laughs> with that, uh... So, tragedy struck. That's why... Give me your hand, Jordan. What? Be careful. Be, be prepared. For what? What the fuck? <laughs> yes, our teeth and ambitions are bare. So, um, the production, Titan Season 2 has been put on halt. Uh, Is that why it's been really quiet? Hmm? That's why it's been really quiet. I say it's been really quiet as some yeah, <laughs> somebody like, with a loud-ass speaker system just drove by. But, I mean, like, it's been quiet on, like, the Season 2 release date. Yeah, production like, productions has shut down because one of their uh, stump, stump members died during the special effects. Holy shit. Yeah. That, that very rarely happens, but when it does, holy fuck. During a, what special, was the stunt? a special effects stunt, uh, they, they say it involved a car and it went awry when a piece of the car broke off unexpectedly and struck a special effects coordinator. Wow! So it wasn't like he was in the stunt, or it it flew off and hit the yeah, coordinator. Yeah, flew off and hit him. Yeah, that's not even like a stunt man like doing the stunt. That's like a guy on the side coordinating the stunt. Yeah. Holy fuck! That's random and sad. And also even more sad, not to make light of this man's death. But this is also in the show where they had that really shitty CGI car crash, remember? Yeah. So is this like their attempt to fix that? And they end up killing somebody for it? 
I don't know how I feel about complaining about that car scene now. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe it was mostly you, so you should blame yourself. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's your fault. <laughs> it's not my fault you the got... fucking car scene was shitty. <laughs> it's on your hands, Michael. This is on you. <laughs> yeah, so. People complain about that car scene. We should really film a real one next season. <laughs> Condolences. A GoFundMe, uh, Damn. a GoFundMe page was set up for his wife and his two sons, age six and four. Jesus. And for uh, Titans. Ah, oh, it wasn't worth it, my dude. <laughs> yeah, so production is halted on that. Damn, that's sad. I was telling you to be careful. What am I going to do? You do stunts. <laughs> Not on that level one. <laughs> you might you might get stabbed by a Zord. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody just, the Pink Ranger just got get, hurt in the last set. Exactly. You might get stepped on by uh, uh, the Dragon Zord. <laughs> Be careful, man. Don't let randomly flying objects kill you. <laughs> Hit the meanest Neo Dodge. The meanest Neo Dodge when you see some flying at you. But I mean, <laughs> speaking of randomly flying objects, we talked. Uh, King Tri- King Triton has oh. a has a Triton. That's why his name is King Triton, and he can throw that Triton. <laughs> That's your segue. Yes. Wow. <laughs> King Triton is renowned for throwing his trident. He, he throws his trident. <laughs> what the fuck? It's the worst. These are the worst sequence ever. Okay. But so with that, King Triton has been cast in Little Mermaid. <laughs> like you said, flying. I was like, oh, aliens, it's flying saucers. We're like, no, no, the trident. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he you throws. Can, you should throw the trident. <laughs> flying through the air. Yeah, they threw it into Ursula. Got you, got you. And that's how she died. Got she, you. But they didn't throw it. It. She, they put it. Then they put it on the end of a ship and ran the ship into him. Whatever. I don't know. Shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You're killing, killing my analogy. <laughs> but uh, Javier Bardem has been cast as Little Mermaid. Who's that? Which kind of confirms that I guess they may be going colorblind casting with the whole thing. Cause wait, wait. So who is it? Javier Bardem. So a Spanish guy? Yeah, Spanish guy. That's hmm. That's King Triton. Hmm. So the Spanish King Triton that fucked a black mom, maybe, or it could be like Cinderella, where oh, Asian, just gonna pretend where a that black woman and a white man can make an Asian kid. <laughs> That's weird. What kind of what kind of unrealistic fantasy is this? <laughs> They're mermaids. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I was literally about to be like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. But then I was like, wait, yeah, you're right. This unrealistic fantasy makes no sense. <laughs> so I'm like, so they might go that route. Hey, whatever. But also with that, uh, Harry- I wanted Terry Crews. I'm sorry, but Terry with- Crews' King Triton would have been hilarious. But with that, Harry Styles has been cast. Harry Styles from One Direction has been cast as Prince Eric. That's a white guy. He ain't even cute. <laughs> exactly. He's <laughs> <laughs> got nose. This is weird. But he looks kind of like Bill Skarsgård a little bit. But yeah, he's Prince Eric. And Bill, Bill Skarsgård is a handsome guy, but like a handsome fish man or something. <laughs> he's got big bulbous eyes. Let me see. Oh, I just closed. Oh, you just closed it? Never mind. Yeah. All right, I don't need to see it again. I was just... I don't like that. I want Eric to not... Like, I would rather Eric been Spanish and his her dad be white, if anything, then. But whatever. All right. I want Eric to be Asian. I'd be cool with that, too. This is, but yeah, Harry Styles. Yeah, I don't like his face. Is this me? No, I feel the same way. Okay, all right, yeah. Prince Eric. I'm like, if any, get Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas is hot. Yeah, 
I'd suck on that, Jonas. Wait. <laughs> I wanted to agree and, with and, he, and he's a singer, so. Yeah, what the fuck? Granted, well, Prince Eric doesn't sing, but he might in this movie, so who knows? Oh, yeah, he doesn't sing. But they got a singer, so they're probably going to make him sing. I forgot that Kiss the Girl isn't sung by him. No. <laughs> yeah. Kiss the Girl. But also with that, uh, DC Universe has confirmed that Young Justice is coming back for season four on their DC app. So, yay, I guess. Wait, I just blanked. What did you say? Young Justice is confirmed for season four. Oh. Are we sure the app is going to be a thing by then? <laughs> Probably not, but that's they're saying it's still the DC app, so who knows? Is it sad that... I feel like I'm looking at Gift Force in the mouth, but part of me is like, I wish they would just give finality to it. Like, I wish they would just end it. Like, wrap up the story. Like I, know, I, don't I, know want them just to, I don't want skips. them to end it. I really like Young Justice. I just, I'm not a fan of the DC app. I'm not a fan of the medium that it's on. Yeah. They should have kept it on Netflix. Yeah. Netflix is the reason it came back in the first place. Yeah. The I, popularity I of it on Netflix. Yeah, you're right. I just want closure. I just feel like we're going to keep getting more seasons until we just get no more seasons again. And we'll be left on another like big blue ball. Well, I mean, there was no closure in season two. Like mo- most shows go for like, think about like, like static. But that's what I mean. Animated like, shows, they'll go for like four seasons, five seasons. No, no, but that's what I mean. So I'm, I'm saying like rather than risk that again and have a season four, plan season five, and then the DC Universe app goes belly up and then there's no more to Young Justice. And we're in the same spot we were in before Young Justice was renewed in the first place. You know what I mean? At least this way, it'd be like a definitive end of the series and we can move on. But I'm saying, like, I feel like I'm being, like, I'm, I'm being hypocritical because I was who like, knows? I, I, mean, I want you just so bad, and I get it. I'm like, ah, oh, I just want you to end it. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe season four might be the last season, but I highly doubt they were gonna bring the show back only to end it in the same season they bring it back. I'm not saying that's the plan. I think that's the point. It's, it'll be something unplanned that happens, like the DC Universe app just dies, like it finally, like Swamp Thing happens again. Where they just can't pay for more of the season and they can't pay for the app or something. Or they could they they could fold it into the, the Warner Brothers uh True. Okay, true. There's there are options. I don't want blue balls, Michael. Well, you might have them. <laughs> I might. <laughs> but uh speaking of options, uh what is this? Universal Pictures have optioned the fact that they're going to have two Halloween movies come out back to back. And one is coming out in 2020 and the next one is coming out in 2021. And it's all going to be with Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm. Cool. So Halloween, Halloween 2, and Halloween-er. That's, that's another series I wish they kind of just ended in the next one. It seemed like a part one, part two. More Halloween. Part one, part two, Halloweener. Halloweener. Oh, that's a different thing completely. That's the porn parody, actually. <laughs> but yeah, the first film is going to be called Halloween Kills. And then next one is going to be called Halloween Ends. What is with these terrible fucking titles? <laughs> have we run out of good titles? Like, what the fuck is going on? We, we have. <laughs> Halloween Kills? And Halloween Ends. I mean, I guess it's like a statement. Halloween Ends makes sense. Like, you know, Halloween Ends. But Halloween Kills? Halloween Kills. The you, holiday you kills die on You die on Halloween. The holiday, Michael Myers comes. The holiday grabs a knife and stabs somebody to death. <laughs> Put down the gun, Easter. <laughs> Easter kills. Well, speaking of things killing, the whole purpose... Porpoise? Porpoise? <laughs> the whole purpose of a Terminator is to murder, and we already know Terminator Dark Fate is coming out. Yeah. Well, they have confirmed, and this kind of gets me excited, 
that Edward Furlong is returning. Oh, yeah. I saw this. The little kid from Terminator 2. Yeah, the original kid that played John Connor from Terminator 2. It's coming back to play John Connor in Terminator Dark Fate. Wasn't he all fucked up on drugs or something? I have no idea about all of that. Oh. Yeah, I think that's why he wasn't in any other movies. Because like, he got... Like, well, a I guess he... Like Robert Downey Jr., he got clean. What does he look like now? I have no idea. Because it's kind of fucked up. But like his image in my head from Terminator 2 is like how I always picture him, even now. Even though he's probably a grown-ass man. Please tell me he aged well. Please tell me he, he aims like a fine, fine wine now he's a badass. You're not saying any words, but you're turning around the laptop very slowly. No. So I assume it's not, it's not good news. <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm like, it's either this one or is this one. Mm. So Option could, one, option two. So yeah, so this, I'll show you. The, it could be this. Okay, it's not bad. He looks kind of like. Because they're both dated for 2019. Look, or it could be this. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! I don't think it's this one. Please tell me it's not that one. Says, he's massive. It says San Diego Comic Con twenty nine. So no, and he has got the hair too. Like the hair is what I remember. The long hair. But this also says Comic Con twenty nineteen. So I think it's this one. I God, I hope so. Man, he got he got a lot of weight. Wait, hold on. Let me do this one too. Oh no! Look at this one. <laughs> that's definitely not it. <laughs> Please tell me it's not him on a panel talking about this shit. Oh, no, John. Old, it could be an old panel. John, no. <laughs> no wonder the Terminators win. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> ah, my childhood. <laughs> he looks like a YouTuber. Like, 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 All right, guys. Sam reviewing Dark Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> I was in it. <laughs> well, like, even this. like He looks like somebody's... Dad trying to relive the glory days. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, somebody's dad doing what? Because like, he doesn't look like a dad to me. He looks like a, he looks like a strung out biker. You know what I mean? Like he was a biker in his heyday, and he just, you know, he's done a lot of drinking, a lot of drugs. And... But I think the first one is what he looks like now. I think he got himself together. Because oh, that first one makes him look kind of like the dude from um, uh, Ghost Rider. What's his name? Del Luna? Whatever. You know what I'm talking about with the goatee and the slick back hair? The guy that plays uh, Ghost Rider. Oh, Gabriel Luna. He looks yeah. nothing like Gabriel Luna. No, 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 I don't, I don't mean like a one-to-one. I'm just saying like he looks more like him with like the, the goatee and the hair. Looks all right. He's thinner there. So it's like, okay, all right. Even that, I'm like, eh, it's not really my John Connor, but okay. But then the other ones is like, yo, what happened, John? John, are you okay, John? This is a plan from the, is this Skynet's doing? Does Skynet do this to you? I'm trying to see if I can actually confirm like what, which one is actually. It's, it's fine. I, I don't want to know. Because <laughs> if you tell me it's the other ones, I'm going to be like, I'm out. I'm out. I was already kind of out of Dark Fate, and now I'm super out. This is 2019? Yeah. But that's what um, I'm saying. I don't know. The video is dated 2019, but I don't know when this interview takes place. It's got me now. When did it release, the, this video? Was it this weekend? This video came out July 18th. So, yeah, this weekend. Yeah. He still has the voice. So, yeah, I guess. So, yeah, Edward Furlong. <laughs> oh. Oh, he's so chubby. Jordan, don't body shame. Oh, I know, but he saves humanity, though. <laughs> With his mind. Yeah, I guess. I don't. He, he always seemed like he would grow up to be a badass. Oh, my childhood. Yeah, chubby badass. I guess so. Justice for that kid from Deadpool 2, I guess. <laughs> Fuck, man. 
That really disappoints me. <laughs> I'm like bummed out right now. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Yes, it's my fault. It I'm is your fault. T- I'm the one that put him in his movie. Yeah, and you fucking gave him all those burgers. <laughs> the key to humanity's salvation is in and this that, burger. And that's going to come after Jordan for body shaming. <laughs> Just like Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa is still a sexy god, man. This is... <sighs> Internet body shame, Jason Momoa. Well, that's I, ridiculous. I have a mosquito bite on my thigh. I also I have one on the back of my bicep. It's fucking itching right now. Right next to my dick. Oh, my God. Speaking of dick, it's a terrible segment. Yeah, I was about to be like, all right, what's this one going to be? Like, speaking of dick, you, you already put yourself out there. Speaking of dick, uh-huh. Rocco's nose kind of looks like a dick. Rocco's nose? Like yeah. Rocco's modern life? Rocco's modern life. <laughs> His nose looks like a dick. Okay. And with that said, Rocco's modern life is getting a reboot on Netflix. <laughs> A1, A1 analogy right there. And it's actually coming out on August 9th. That's soon. Yeah. The fuck? Like a whole season? Rocco's Modern, modern Life. Rocco's, Rocco's Modern Life. Spunky! Wait, why though? And it's going to be called Rocco's Modern Life Static Cling. So Static Shock's making a cameo. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> Again, titles. <laughs> What's going on? I thought you were going to say something witty like Rocco's More Modern Life or like Rocco's no, Future static Life. Static or... Cling. What? The synopsis reads... After being in space for around 20 years, what? Rocco and his friends attempt to conform to an even more modern life. Wait, is that how the series ended? I don't remember. I, I vaguely remember going them going in a spaceship and flying away. But that was like a joke. I didn't, And I also don't think I thought that was the last episode of the series. I don't remember. I'm gonna look that up. Keep talking. I'm looking it up. But after being in space for 20 years, Rocco and his friends attempt to conform to an even more modern life in O-Town, Orgasm Town, yeah. where coffee shops are on every corner, food trucks offer multi-layered tacos, touchscreen O-Phones are being upgraded on near constant basis, and instant print kiosk has replaced Rocco's old job of kind of a lot of comics, and radioactive energy drinks turn their consumers into mutants. What? I don't know. But that's the synopsis. I can't find a clip on YouTube. So I don't know. And this is the poster for Rocco. That looks just like the old show. Yeah, but up, I mean, a little updated. Yeah, I mean, updated, of course, but still, it looks like the same art style, too. Same voice actors or no? That, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, finale. Uh, yeah, I don't see any clips, so I have no idea. I forgot how fucking gross the art stock could be. Like some of the imagery is so gross. Oh yeah, Rocco was vulgar. <laughs> oh yeah, Ren and Stimpy too. Damn, I can't find. Right, yeah, I can't find anything. I'll look it up. Though. I'm gonna keep looking. But yeah, Rocco. Coming back. Modern life. That's it for the news. <laughs> oh, wow. What a, what a fucking off a cliff we fell for the end, but okay. Modern life episode guide. I gotta know. I gotta know now. It's gonna bother me until I fucking... Let's see. Episodes. Turkey time. 
What? The last episode was a Thanksgiving episode? Did you see the trailer for it? Uh, I don't think there was a trailer. There is a trailer. Oh, there is? Oh, wait, I think so. Sneak peek. Yeah, because their house, they made their house a spaceship. Yeah. So it is the same voice. How come they didn't age? Because they went to space. Oh. Captain Marvel didn't age either. <laughs> Buzz the Bucks. Uh. The Ofo. So we're getting real modern with it. We're talking about all the uh, developments since Rocco ended. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, I'm gonna fucking die. It is the same voice actors. Yeah, it sounds like the same. It's almost like it it didn't really end. Like it just kept going. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Dubstep. <laughs> oh God. Why would you eat it? Roger just keeps getting fucked up. Yeah, word. Oh, so this is kind of like a remake of the intro. Wow. Wow. Where's Spunky? Yeah, where is Spunky? Rocco is modern life. Yo, he's tweaking. <laughs> wow, I forgot about his little catchphrase. <laughs> Laundry day. It's a very dangerous day. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. Like, wow. that Or that's how I learned how to spell. Because it looks like it's doing what it should be doing, which is like that's making how, commentary. Rocco's how I learned how to spell recycle. Really? Oh, R-E-C-Y-C-L-E. Recycle. C-O-N-S-E-R-V-E. Conserve. Don't you P-R-L-U-T-E. The rivers, air, or sky, or sea, or rest. You're going to get what you deserve. Wow. should be my Rugrats. Oh, wait. They have. Did you ever watch Grown Ups? I did watch Grown Ups. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Did they ever actually end it or did it just kind of end it? I don't think they... End, I don't know. I think it just got canceled. I think it just got canceled, yeah. Yeah. Because once you make the regrets adults, it's not really regrets anymore, is it? <laughs> but, I still, but I still liked them as adults. I liked it too. It felt kind of like Clone High, but with regrets characters. <laughs> I don't right. know what the Clone High is. That was an MTV show. Nobody knows it but me. Probably one other person. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess that's this week's episode. Uh Supposedly, I think I read somewhere that they're rebooting or redoing Legends of the Hidden Temple and Hey Arnold. So we're just going to get all our 90s shit Yeah, we're getting all, because I mean, I already talked about Are You Afraid of the Dark coming back. 
What the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> I'm be an old all man. That, all that is back on. I'm gonna be an old man talking about the fourth reboot of Aladdin and be like, I can't believe they're making another one. I but think, this time it's VR. I think I read Clarissa Explains It All. I think I think Clarissa Explains It All is coming back. If I get that before Alex Mack, I swear to God. Or Alan Strange. Fuck that. Those are way better shows than Clarissa Explains It All. Dude. Oh, it dude, says the that. reboot is on hold. Good. And Melissa Joan Hart was supposed to come back as, as like Clarissa. The oh, as Clarissa? Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought maybe she'd be the mom or something. No, she's going to be the new... I mean, it's going to take place to her as an so adult. So it's a continuation. Not a yeah, it's a continuation. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, man. This has been a week. We talked about crazy beast monster movies. We talked about anime. It was awesome. And we got some dope San Diego Comic-Con news. This has been fun. It's been fun, Michael. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm tired as fuck, dude. I was dude. like, you're over there falling yeah, asleep. Yeah, I'm falling asleep. I'm tired. I'm, like I said, I, I hadn't slept for 48 hours. And last night was the first time I actually slept. So I'm like still a little fucked up. But next week I should be better. Next week we'll be talking about what? There's no movie. There's no movie? So it's a chance to catch up on shit. Because I do want to catch up on uh, Shield Hero. I want to finish Vinland Saga so I actually know what the fuck it's about. <laughs> um, what else? Someday we'll, be, we'll, we'll stamp our black card again and watch Black Lightning and Cloak and Dagger. But for now. <laughs> Someday. Someday. But yeah, it's been this week's episode of Blair Vision. I've been your host, Jordan with Demon Slayer. Oh yeah, Demon Slayer. I do have to catch up on I that. I don't like magic. I don't not like magic. <laughs> Damn it. I loved, um, fucking what's it that you didn't like? That was amazing. You're an idiot for not liking it. Uh, Made in the Abyss. That magic. That's not magic. That was magic. What, what, what was the magic? It's a giant fantasy pit. How is that not That's magic? That's not magic. That's science. What? How is that science? <laughs> There's crazy like monsters in it and shit. Science. What? <laughs> trying to think. I, I, I like magic shit. You don't know what you're talking about. I don't like magic shit. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Real Jordan with Michael. And we will see you next week. Peace. Bye. That your powers of retention are as wet as a warthog's backside. But thick as you are, pay attention. My words are a matter of pride. It's clear from your vacant expression. The lights are not all on upstairs. But we are talking kings and successions. Even you can't be caught unaware. Of a lifetime, be prepared for sensational news. A shiny new era is tiptoeing nearer. And where do we feature? Just listen to teacher. I know it sounds sordid, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously square.
Get a sniff without me! <laughs>